0: Oh, it's our attempt at fucking theme music, which is horrible.
1: We <laughs> just pull a Bailey.
0: Oh, my God. You just name dropped, huh? Just going to do did. that right I there did. live yeah. on the air. Yeah. Did you send me the questions yet?
1: I sent everything into the chat.
0: Well, that's my fault for not going into the chat. Damn, my beard is looking on point. I'm sorry for the viewers, but there are no viewers. Well, if there were. I'm sorry. You could not see.
1: <laughs> Sorry for the listeners that you can't see the yeah, magical beard right now. It's
0: it's looking nice. I'm just gonna. It be does honest. look very nice right it's now. It's very well edged. It's got a nice line to it. <laughs> this shit doesn't happen by accident.
1: Are you sure? I'm positive. This
0: <laughs> this is a lot of work to look this shitty.
1: Oh shut <laughs> stop! <laughs> <laughs> you
0: know. My God. The bags under the eyes. Squinty eyes because I.
1: Mine look black in the camera right um, there. Look at that.
0: oh um, Yeah,
1: I look like I have a black eye, like two black eyes. That's wild.
0: Yeah, I look like I got hit in the. Well, I did get hit in the head by her son, fucking straight headbutt <laughs> me, like we were wrestling. Damn near knocked me out. Oh my gosh! That's we a, didn't even get to ask Kendall what her fucking Mount Rushmore was, what her hype no, song was. Know. We didn't ask her anything.
1: No, we asked. Oh her, my gosh! Asked her the real stuff, and be, we saved all this. I didn't
0: mention season forty once. You
1: didn't, and we didn't talk about Corey Lay. That is officially our first episode where I don't think Corey Lay was brought up at all.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: That's wild. And they were talking about Seattle and Josh didn't even bring up Corey Lay. Josh is working on it like and kudos to Josh because he
0: has put that work in not with. I'm
1: surprised we don't get messages from fans about how much we talk about Corey Lay.
0: I'm going to try to go this whole podcast without saying that word or that (laughs) phrase.
1: (laughs) I'm really excited to see if you can do it.
0: I'm just not going to talk. I'm just going <laughs> to fucking listen to you and Leah talk the whole time. Like, oh yeah. All right. Cool. Oh
1: my god. Yeah. No,
0: don't be crazy. I'm not going to. Like I said, I'm going I'm to pull up one of those synonyms. I sent you and I'll be <laughs> it. I'll, I'll do things considered.
1: I'll be. It seems to be your favorite today. It's pretty, it's pretty,
0: it has a nice flow to is it. Not fun to say. Yeah, it is. I'll be it. It's like saying erroneous. That's that's fun. <laughs> Erroneous. We're How often do you like
1: really that. get to use that word though? Like uh, social media a lot.
0: <laughs> 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 so um if we're talking in real life, it's when I'm quoting wedding crashers and right now. <laughs> so twice. <laughs> so there's that. Uh, yeah.
1: Oh my God. You're a fool.
0: Of course I am. <laughs> what else kind of person would be like yeah no I'm gonna do a podcast and just let people hear me ramble while I talk to people that have been on a fucking reality TV show <laughs> so Hello right I don't now. like I feel like this is turning into my therapy session like I'm gonna just start talking about stuff like <laughs> so I was I was angry today and I didn't know why <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh my gosh oh.
2: oh my gosh!
1: You're funny. My little heart shape going on here. what's your heart shape hoodie. Oh heart snap! Shape. I didn't even make that connection. What up? I'm just all full of hearts and love today. Look what at up? you. The frick is with this shit. Get the fuck out of here. Nobody can see that
0: there is so much white. It's a whiteout <laughs> behind <podcast>. us. Like, <laughs> thank God it? we don't have fucking people. Like, we don't put out.
1: Video. video no, you have to put so much more effort in. guys seriously like, yeah like there's right.
0: not enough filters for it to be enjoyable to look at it well <laughs> really me karina oh, stop. karina would look fine regardless but fuck i look busted
1: could you imagine if we actually had to like get it, ready have like every one of these because guys no. seriously we show up in like sweats just like killing. i'm
0: dressed up right now because i'm oh never mind. I'm gonna say I'm dressed up because I'm in a polo and a hat, not a hoodie. <laughs> so fancy. I you know. Well, you know, we got guests. <laughs> so I gotta look my best.
2: Hi.
1: How are you? Hi
2: it's so nice to meet
1: y'all oh my gosh it's so great to meet you you look beautiful thank you thank you that's very kind and I have to tell you um I'm
3: literally doing this from my bed like I'm like I love know, it like I have to be comfy and cozy like no
1: yes, I love it you know what and and that's that's totally fine we don't use the actual video portion we just use the audio okay so- well yeah. And we've literally like we uh we talked to Anissa one time and she was just laying in bed, curled up with her blankets and her pillows, drinking her coffee, laying in bed. So like totally. Yeah. Just be comfy. Yeah, um, I love it. I did not go
3: through glam clearly, but I have to say that I'm so ha- I'm so happy that y'all invited me to be on this podcast because my she's like a sis to me now. I love her page from Most Likely Two says the oh, best yeah. things about y'all, Aww. and I was like, oh my god! So it's like happy words are colliding, and I oh, love that god. you have. It. Is that a heart on your sweatshirt? It
1: is, yeah. <laughs> Well, I've got
3: 37 of them girlfriend. Oh my gosh. That's, oh, awesome. that's awesome. That was so
1: funny because right before you got on, I was like messing with my pony and I'm like, it looks like the little shape of a heart up here. And then I got a heart on my sweater. I'm like, Oh, I'm all full of love today. And I then here you is, are. Well, doing me. <laughs> yeah.
3: well
0: it, it's
1: you
3: you're with the right girl.
1: I love it. It was written
0: in the stars. It
1: was, it was no, honestly, I love Paige. She Has been such an amazing blessing to us. Like she's been so supportive with everything. And like, we just, we love her. She's the best. She's the best. She's Um,
3: amazing. She's, I mean, she's awesome at what she does, but she's like, as I know her as a person. Yeah. And she is like, like I ride or die for her. Anytime. Oh,
1: that's so, that's so cool. And it's awesome to see that too. I'm glad that you actually brought that up because I know a lot of people, um, you know, I'm, I'm not much of an online talker. I read a lot of comments and read a lot of stuff, um, yeah. you know, and I see people like asking, you know, cause a lot of people are intrigued by her relationships with a lot of the challengers yourself included, especially because of how, you know, deep and real it seems. And you guys go on shopping together and like all this stuff and people are like, what the heck? Um, you know, so it's, it's, I'm glad that you brought that up because people have asked like how legitimate these friendships are, you know, and like, even with us, you know, we make friends with people. No,
3: Paige and I like, she'll come visit. Like we go to brunch together. Like we go make, like, I'll be like Paige because I'm not really into makeup. Like I do the bare minimal as I mean, you y'all can see, but and she's like, I'll send you all of the things. And no, it is very rare. We talk every single day, every single day. That's no, I'm so awesome. she's amazing. I love her. She's amazing. Yeah, her she said such great things about
0: y'all. Oh, she's like such a sweetheart. Her. I mean, we really can't say enough of great things about Paige. And, um, you know, honestly, she's she's helped us a lot uh, along the way, giving us advice and different things to look at doing. And, you know, like I said, there's just there's not enough nice things that i can say about her and she's no. she's just so genuine and sweet it's yeah. you don't see it every day
1: yeah exactly yeah. i love but, that but, yeah but thank you so much for coming on with us um we really appreciate it it's it's been like s- I know it's been kind of a journey, us all trying to like schedule with each other with the holidays and then like, you know, everybody's got jobs and kids and all this stuff. So we we really appreciate your time. Um, just to kind of side off, start off, obviously, I'm Karina. We've been the ones that have been talking. And then this is my husband. His name is Rick. Hi. Um, we also normally have another co-host on named Josh, but he's in the middle of kind of, um, traveling today. Um, so he was unable to make it onto this one. He may eventually pop in here if he's able to get to a stop because he was really sad that he was going to miss this one. And so he was like, he was like, I might try to, you know, see if I can like sneak in to like hop in even just for a little bit and like say hi to her and stuff. So awesome. We welcome it. Yeah. So, um, but kind of just kicking off, and it's it's ironic. This has kind of become a a staple in our podcast because we've talked to a few people, um, and we find that sometimes MTV's information isn't always like hundred percent correct. Oh, look, here he comes. There he is. <laughs> Speak of the devil. Speaking of Josh. <laughs> Welcome, Josh. Of, uh...
3: <laughs> Hi, I'm Leah.
1: Oh, oh, he's connecting. Yeah, oh, looks oh, he's oh. connecting. Oh, I can say, okay, there he is. Hi, we were just talking about you. Were you?
3: <laughs> yeah, we were. I'm Leah. It's nice to meet you.
1: Nice to meet you, Leah. Yeah. So this is uh this is Josh, our other co-host. Yeah, I was just telling her how like you were weren't sure if you were going to have time to hop on, and between all your traveling and stuff today, so.
4: Yeah, we're getting ready to, we're watching some of the football game having some food with my cousin. And I'm like, ah, I say a little bit before the food's ready.
0: I'm gonna go up there for a little bit. <laughs> Dude, we're happy you can make it.
1: Um, but anyway, like I was saying, so we, we noticed with a couple of our guests that we've talked to that sometimes like MTV's information on you guys isn't always hundred percent correct. Um, so I, I just wanted to start off. Um, they have you listed that you were born in Long Island, New York. Is that correct? No.
3: Okay. not even close
1: oh my god this, <laughs> this is everybody with
3: every cast no, member okay and i'll tell you when they released those like sports cards of us yeah, for- yeah. jasmine was like hell no like uh-uh like this is not where I- nope like everybody and then they used and then for katie who i fucking love can i cuss i'm sorry oh absolutely, absolutely. we do
0: it all the time
3: my god it's good my yeah i don't have my son so i'm just like fuck shit all this let it fly yeah
0: ours is down for a nap right now so we're right there with you yep (laughs) so yeah
3: katie was like they used her maiden name not her married name like it was no it's not all accurate i don't know what like background checking they do but no no it's none
1: not yeah I was gonna say no, close. Probably. <laughs> well, let's probably close, close to zero
0: <laughs> yeah I was gonna say we talked to uh, Derek and we're like so you're from Phoenix he's like no I'm actually from New Mexico and we're like well we're idiots for just relying on MTV
1: yeah so now we just ask yeah so, yeah, so where, yeah. where were you actually born Lynn let's set the record straight for the fans
3: okay so um born in New York Raised, then moved to Long Island, my younger brother, who's like my hero, he's six years younger than me, so when he was like getting ready to go in school, my parents moved to long Island. so but no, I'm a born and raised New Yorker
1: oh wow, see sure. yeah. Awesome. yeah, that's crazy how they do that I
3: well I, I don't know, like
0: they just don't I, I don't
3: like hello check fact department like what are you doing exactly
0: like it it takes five minutes to be like hey leah where are you originally from for these sports (laughs) cars
3: wait y'all want to hear something very funny is that after we wrapped paris they did like a week of press and stuff and they had someone interview us to do our book for real world paris and my stepfather's peruvian and my father passed, my biological father passed away when I was nine and they put in the book, it's published, like it's in a book that I'm half Peruvian and I am not.
1: Yeah. I saw that on your bio. I am not
3: Peruvian. My stepfather is hundred percent Peruvian. I am not, but they
1: took it and ran with it. But no, I'm not, I'm not Peruvian. Oh well, lesson learned. Don't trust all of MTV's information, guys. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> Just call me just call me directly
0: <laughs> <laughs> just to set that record straight right off top right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> i love it um so kind you kind of jumped up um into uh real world paris so For anybody, and this is the thing that is like absolutely wild about this season is that your guys' season of Real World Paris was actually one of the more like popular among the fan base, but it is not available anywhere to watch. You can't watch it. It's not on Paramount. It's not on MTV. It's it's nowhere to watch. So um, for any of the like newer fans or even fans who don't remember back then or didn't watch it back then. I'm just curious, what was your casting story? How did you get onto real world w- real world Paris? Man, that's a mouthful. <laughs>
2: it is,
3: I know. Gods, and the whole show is a mouthful. Um, so my <laughs> I went to university, <laughs> I went to University of Maryland and I had a friend that I went to high school with that was on the basketball team. So when I got there, He introduced me to all the athletes. So I lived in a house. I never lived on campus. I lived in a house with athletes and my best friend in college, Dawn, who I adore, like treasure. She's amazing. She trotted down to my room and was like, I want to try out for road rules. And I was like, what the fuck is that? And she's like, let's make a casting tape. And I was like, "Okay, cool. We'll do it tomorrow. So we went out that night with the football players and the basketball team in downtown D.C., I got very drunk and fell off a curb and broke my wrist, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I mean it's college drunk stuff. Like, oh, say, yeah,
0: I've done worse, was so far worse.
3: <laughs> so boy, girl, honey, I can tell you way worse shit I've done. But, <laughs> but the next morning, I'm in a cast, like my left arm is in a cast, and we're recording Dawn's video for Road Rules. And I was like, well, let's do a test first. Little did I know production was like already in my bones. And I was like, let's do a test. And I was like, you have to ask me these questions, like do this. And she was like, cool. So she asked me questions. I'm high on Vicodin, by the way, from like the whole hospital breaking yeah. up the rest of situation.
2: Yeah.
3: And I'm not a pill popper by any means. Like I have a terrible reaction to it. But I was like 20 and wasted. like, and. She sent the tape in and I got a call from Tracy. I can't remember his last name, but he was the executive producer on Paris. And I graduated college December 22nd of 2002. And he called me the day before graduation. He's like, do you want to go to Paris? And I was like, for what? And he was like, to be on The Real World. And I was like, "Um, "Okay." I had I didn't know the show. I watched. I watched a little bit of Chicago, but I didn't know the show. And I was like, I am graduating in a couple of days, and I don't know how I could ever go to Paris any other way because I was broke and, you know, just leaving
1: college. Yeah. And then I left January 12th for Paris. Wow.
0: That's so awesome. That's like- pretty
1: cool, though. Like, and it's so weird because, like, all the people we talk to, like, they're The way that they got on the show, their casting stories and stuff, it's just like all so like unexpected. Like Derek's was like he went with like a friend where she was auditioning and he just kind of went with her and he ended up getting the call back. Um There was a text was a joke. Marlon like answered all the questions as a joke. Like there's just but that you guys it's like those odd ones that always end up getting casted, like the ones that stick out that aren't like, you well, know. I was in bed
3: in a cast with wet hair, and I was like, "I'm sleeping with my hairdresser, and thank you so much for my hair."
2: (laughs) (laughs) I love you.
3: That's that's what is out there, and I'm okay with it because I mean.
0: I would have casted you in a hot second if oh, I saw yeah. that too. That's gold. I'm <laughs> That's sorry. Like yeah, I just feel so like all these stories, like kind of touching what Karina was saying, is like they're all so serendipitous. Like it was yeah. meant to be. Like the situations just led just right to it. And it couldn't have been anybody else kind of situation, yeah. right? Just like I think uh real world Paris isn't as memorable if you're you're not in there, Adam's not in there, Ace, like that. Group of people, just like the dynamic you guys had on that show, just made it so memorable.
3: I love that you hear that. I thought that our season was wildly boring, uneventful. And it's crazy because I had more relationships, silent relationships with the crew than I did with my cast members. Like I fell in love with production and I named the entire crew, and you can't break that wall. Right. And I named him all, and like I get Mike in the morning, and I'd be like, "Hey, Jack." He would be silent. <laughs> His name is actually Jude. but um, yeah, it's it, it was a crazy experience, but it led me on my path. and like I have like Mallory and I are're thickest thieves, like oh.
1: That's Noah. Awesome.
3: Christina. We I think that, I think that our season was uneventful because there was no drama between the girl. There was no drama between the girls like we loved each other. Right. There was like one argument with Mallory and I in a closet in our closet. Like it was yeah. an old closet. But um, and then I rewatched it and I called her and I was like, I'm really fucking sorry. Like I was awful
2: because she was.
3: Oh, yeah. She's like, well, you're kind of hard to talk to. And I know that people listening can't see me, but y'all can. And I was in the closet and I was like, what do you mean? I'm difficult to talk to. And I watched <laughs> it and I was like, oh my God, fuck you, Leah. Terrible. But I love them. And Ace is an angel. Adam is great. CT apparently is on set. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We <laughs> saw the videos this morning too. So, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, yeah, that that was craziness that's, last night.
0: <laughs> that's all. It, it, but before we even dive into that, because I know we're gonna get into oh, that yeah. too. We'll, we'll
1: get into CT. Don't <laughs> yeah. worry. But,
0: but I do agree that like on Paris, like all the girls got along super well. There was no drama, really, like you said, except for that one small argument. All the drama was on the guy side, and it was really CT and Adam. Yeah. You know, the whole season, and then,
3: which carried over into a challenge, which yeah. went South
0: fast. Real oh fast. my god. I've I've A never seen times. anything like that, you know, before on television. Times, that yeah. was wild. But yeah, that was crazy. It was it was an interesting season. I liked it. I mean, to me, like I got really into real world like at that time, I think I was like 16. I watched Vegas because I was living in Vegas at the time. And I was like, oh, this is really cool. And I watched Chicago. I was like, oh, this isn't bad. And then I watched Paris. I was like, oh, that would, like, I started putting myself in that position. Like, oh my God, how amazing would it be? Like, you just got out of school, college, like you said. Go live go in to, Paris. Go live in Paris with a bunch of strangers and have it filmed. Like, it's a once in a lifetime experience that you can never say no to
3: exactly. Who would ever say no to that?
1: Yeah. 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 I couldn't imagine.
0: I have a question from what you said is um, you graduated college and then you did the show and you fell in love with the production aspect. So is that not what you went to school for?
3: No, I did not. I went to school for business finance and went, yep. And then I, so I graduated, went to Paris, came home and my parents had, I mean my, the house that I grew up in, in Long Island they refinished the basement and it was called I named it the transition room. It's like when you're like adult, but you need to get the fuck out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And my mom's like, you need to get a job. And I was like, "Okay." so I worked on Wall Street and yeah. And I was like, fuck this. And one of my senior brokers, his name is Alex Sokoloff, and I love him to death. I love his family, all of all of them. Like his wife, Roberta's the best. His daughters are amazing. And his contract was up. And I was like, fuck it. I'm resigning. If I can make millions of dollars for strangers because I'm smart, I can do it in Converse jeans and a white t-shirt and a walkie
1: fucking talkie. Oh, yeah. Right. And do it for yourself.
0: Yeah and love what you're doing in the meantime yeah. and that's the most important thing right like of course getting paid is you got to support yourself but right right being able to w- wake up in the morning and be like i fucking like this i enjoy what i'm doing
3: oh my job i love i love what i do like i just i just not just it was part uh, a week ago or so i just wrapped the salt lake city housewives reunion okay. like wow Yeah, no, like my job is incredible, but being on Real World's Paris led me to what I want to do. And I was like, this is definitely my path and I'm so grateful for it. Like so incredibly grateful for it. And I love what I do. And when I step on a set, like I'm not like, I'm quite humble, but I will say as a woman in a world of production that's mostly male dominated, I fucking crush it and I love it. And there's nothing but respect. Like my old time camera guys, they love me. It's great. Like, it's just, it's, it's great. So I'm, I'm happy for that. That's
0: amazing. Yeah, that's absolutely amazing. Amazing. And Karina, like Karina was telling me, she's like, have you looked at Leah's IMDB page? I was like, no, I haven't. Why? He's, and she's like, you need to go look at it. And I started scrolling through and it's. I have an
1: IMDB page. Yeah. Yeah,
0: you absolutely do. <laughs> <laughs> you absolutely do.
1: Yeah, with like different, like, um, you know, crediting you for like different uh, production and stage management jobs and stuff on different like films and documentaries and stuff, which which led us to um, finding out. Well, it says that you were a stage manager for a documentary called Extraordinary Stan Lee that was hosted by Chris Hardwick and um, that just like really drew our attention in cuz we're like huge marvel fans, That's huge hurt. stanley fans. and so, you know, so it's funny that you actually bring that up. how how did you get into doing that kind of stuff? um
3: okay, so here's the deal, guys. I'm brutally honest and I have no I like make no bones about it. um I got I was working in New York doing um production for like commercials. I did a few independent films. I did some Bollywood films, which were fucking awesome and crazy. It awesome. So
0: fucking cool. Oh my, oh my gosh.
3: gosh. Oh, so all this,
2: all of oh, that. yeah. All of it. Yeah. Oh yes.
3: Um, and I got pregnant and my son's father lived in Vegas and I left my life in New York. I left my Brownstone in Brooklyn because I wanted my son to have a father. So I got into corporate stuff. And it kind of all just like intertwined and like led into the next thing. And that's kind of how it all
0: happened. That's the, It's just once again, I mean, the word I'm thinking about is like serendipitous. Like it just kind of like the experience in real world led you into your passion and production. And then doing production led you to having your your child, which led you into the corporate, which led you to this. It's just it's
3: yeah. And then the corporate and then the corporate part, which one of my one of the producers I worked with brought me on to this award show, which was with Stanley. And I've done Comic Con. I've done BlizzCon. I've like done all of that. So it's yeah, it's it's been it's been amazing. And I've I've met um, like the most incredible people along the way. And so incredibly like this word is so overused, I know, but so blessed. In so many ways, because it's like, you know, there's a lot of love there. And yeah, and you have to take care of your crew. And I will say that when we did Salt Lake City, that was a rough one. Yeah. Rough as fu- Yeah. Well, <laughs> oh, yeah.
4: Yeah. We I, lost- I,
3: I, well, no, forget the cast. We lost half our crew to COVID. So, like, oh, we shit. lost our audio <laughs> <body laughs> supervisor, we lost our TD. It was like oh. a fucking shit show at the fuck factory. It was a mess, (laughs) but we held it together and I
1: cannot wait to see it air, but. Oh my gosh. That's so awesome.
0: And that kind of like leads me to say like, and I know we, we give production at MTV, like a lot of, they get a lot of shit on the fandom side because everybody thinks everything's over edited or something's planned way out in advance. You know, as far as like, who's going to win the show or the show's rigged. Like we hear it all in the groups and shit, but the fact that what they do as a project managers in getting these shows going and keeping them going, especially like All Stars Two during COVID and all that, it's it's a tip to you know your industry as a whole, and it's amazing what you guys what do. you guys can do. Yeah, yeah.
3: Well, it's amazing what I could have done if I was on the production side of All Stars Two because that's a different right. story.
0: I was going <laughs> to ask if you've given the opportunity, would you ask project?
3: me anything?
0: if you if given the opportunity would you take on like the like the production side on real world or like challenge challenge all-stars stuff like that
3: oh i'd slay it are you kidding oh,
0: i would love to see it <laughs> she's would like give to it, see it to it. me
3: <laughs> slay. come on yeah. when they call when when i talked to one of the casting people from Bean murray i was like cool like do you want me to like be a field producer production manager? like what's happening and they know you we want you on the show and i was like i'm sorry go again
2: <laughs> <laughs> what did you just say? Uh,
3: uh, yeah. I mean, no. I listen. I've had. I, I mean, I. I don't. I mean, I'm old, but not that old. But I've had so many years in production experience. I know what the fuck I'm doing. So being on the other side as a cast
1: member, I was like, hold on, like it was, oh, yeah. yeah. Lee is like trying to direct everything from in front of the camera. She's like, no, no. OK, no, And I'm like, no, I'm in a
3: bus. Literally, I'm like, oh, my God, you don't have enough water. You don't have enough coolers. You don't have enough electricity. Your lighting is falling off the walls. Like I have to like it's like me watching a TV show or a movie. I'm like, God, I just wonder like how many permits they needed. Like I can't watch a movie like a normal human right
0: oh yeah no i yeah so i don't really talk about this too much but i worked in the print industry for a long time before i got into marketing and i have a horrible habit of anytime we go somewhere and there's like a menu or any type of paper i'll like hit it up against my hand because i gotta know that yeah i gotta know the thickness the stock you
1: want to know the that.
3: level of the card
0: stock yeah. <laughs> yeah like i got those oh it's a 16 oh, point you should, okay you should yeah and
1: when somebody hands us a business card Not like bad. and he just analyzes the hell out of this business card i'm like what are yeah. you doing he's it's, like it i i gotta know what they it. Put into their business card because that yeah. says a lot, you know. <laughs> it
3: does. But and, but I will say this like I obviously like I have not been on television in 18 years and have had so much of my life as an adult as a producer, and right. I think that way, but I will say this, I never ever crossed that line because there were many times I wanted to be like nope you cannot do that. You cannot do this. This is fucking nuts. Like, but I never crossed that line because I let them do their job. And I was there as a cast member, not an employee, if you will.
1: Right. (laughs) Right. Well, it's, that's weird though. Like I, and, and I noticed this with a lot of stuff because the more cast members that we talk to, especially like the OG cast and the people off of all stars um, who haven't been on in you know 15 16 17 18 19 20 years whatever it is um all that time in between, you know, obviously you guys went out, you guys did stuff with your lives, made these careers, all this stuff that we never really knew about until you guys came back. And so now we're learning all of these little things. And it makes me wonder like why they don't utilize you guys more because like as just cast members on this show, like you guys have done a lot for, you know, Beyond a memory MTV, like all that stuff. And so it's, it's just weird that they wouldn't utilize like people like yourself who have that experience and have that ability um you know to kind of like give back in a way like to thank you guys not even just thank you but you know what i mean like it's just weird to me that they don't utilize you guys who have those talents that they could use in my opinion i mean
3: i agree with you but i think that i mean i was season 13 of real world yeah yeah and they just wrapped Season 37 in Croatia or not just wrapped. I'm sorry. I think it's actually like the finale is coming up. I don't really know, but like we're um, I don't know. It's it's weird. And I get what you're saying. And I yeah. actually like, I don't know how to even articulate. They should utilize yeah. those things. And we, I mean, we're lucky to have a platform to speak about like certain things like True. individually and they should, but they don't. And I don't run the company, so I can't really do anything about it. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> but if you- I ran it, I would make it rain.
4: Could you rain. imagine me <laughs> producing a whole season and with tech doing the music for
1: it? Oh, my God, it would be amazing. Or even hosting it. Like, how epic would that be? Like, nothing against TJ, because we are tj fanatics we love tj he is like the greatest thing ever um he's the most awesome person i think that has ever existed on this planet, but your husband's right there.
2: <laughs> it's
4: he, knows. he
1: knows, he knows, yeah, he I knew know. coming into this relationship. He knew what, how I felt about TJ. <laughs> so
0: I'll, I'll um, give, I'll give Leah the background. So when we first started dating, um, I think we'd been seeing each other for like two months and she's like, Hey, why don't you come over? We'll hang out, watch some TV, maybe a movie, you know? And I was like, okay, yeah. And so I come over and like, I'm trying to BS with her. And she's like, Hey, shut up. And I was like, "What?" And she's like, I'm not in those exact words. I'm trying to keep it. <laughs> okay. right. but, but it was kind of in those lines like, hey, you need to be quiet. I'm trying to watch. This is my one show a week I watch. And it was the challenge. And so, like, I got drawn into it from there. And um, so I've unfortunately known about TJ for quite a while now. I'm <laughs> um, learned to accept it. you chose this life. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding.
1: He's <laughs> your imaginary um, side piece. It's cool. Yeah. Hey, he's he's got his challenge crushes and stuff too. He's allowed. <laughs> Who are your challenge crushes? Oh, mine. Oh, his. He has oh one.
0: Gosh. I, well, well I've, no, I mean, that's not true because I've got crushes throughout time. Yeah. So right now it's Tory deal. I just think some about her. She's very attractive to me. Very funny.
3: Okay, so I think there are two Tories, right?
0: Yeah, there's yeah. a Tory that was married to Brad, and then there's the Tory that's on the show now.
2: Okay, yeah. And
0: so the Tory, that, that's on the show now. When I was younger, I had the biggest crush on Rachel Robinson. Like the biggest crush on her for some oh, reason. Yeah.
3: Babe, I don't blame you. I first of all, Rachel Robinson is awesome. We did a whole like spring break hosting shit in fucking like Mexico. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> We just kicked it together for like three weeks. She is beautiful inside and out. Her wife is gorgeous. She has three beautiful children. And I don't blame anyone on the planet for having a crush on her because she is she is so lovely. She is such a good human being. I love her so much.
1: She really is. She's so awesome. And she's another one who's just been like. Another cast member. We haven't had her on, um, you know, as a guest or anything, but she's always so sweet and like really supportive. She's just awesome.
3: She is. And she's in person. She's just the same. Like she's loving and she's got this big, beautiful smile. She's she's
1: incredible. I love her. Like, I love her. I love her. I love her. She's her amazing. IG page is life. Like I I check that every morning because she's always got those like really hype videos, like where she's doing her morning workout. And that what gets love- me up and going. I love it. I'm like, yes, I need this energy. Good for you. Because I didn't know what I was doing.
3: Cause I am like technologically like I hire people to do that in my yeah. life. Like I can't yeah. like I, I don't know how to plug in and charge my iPhone. So I went on my phone one morning. And she was doing a live workout And she was like, Leah's here And I was like, I'm in bed I'm not working out, but I love you (laughs) Like, I didn't even know I joined But she is amazing And she has what seems to be Such a beautiful life And I wish her nothing but love and the best She is great
0: I know we're jumping around quite a bit And and I'm going to jump into something here in a second But I think that's why All Stars 2 works so well Is because, like, we're all of the age That we, like, we grew up watching you I think Real World Paris happened when I was like 17, 18, 2003,
1: I think, 2004, 2004, 2000, think. no, but Real or, World no. Paris was 2003, three, three, yeah. and then Inferno was 2004,
0: yeah, so I was like 17 or so when I was watching it, so it's like I grew up watching you guys, and then like same with Rachel and everybody, and to see you guys all kind of like, you know, we've all grown up together in a way, a weird kind of way, and you know, just like as fans, we have families now and seeing you guys have your families and your careers and it's and then to see you guys back on the show with first of all kick-ass music doing proms which i absolutely loved on all stars Epic. with you and ayana that was phenomenal okay, okay
3: i'm giving myself best dress because that was a couture item and oh, yeah. yeah thank you Oh, it was stunning
0: you two would have won you know queen and queen of the court right if yeah. that was a real problem in my opinion. i know
3: but you know that kendall actually stole the banner and gave herself prom queen no one voted she was like fuck it i'm taking it <laughs> she was giving me jennifer gray dirty dancing vibes all night and i was there for it but she I was love like, her. Oh, this this is my crown this is my banner and i was like oh and kendall is one of many loves of my life. Cause I love Kenny. I love her so much, but yeah, she was like, fuck this. I'm taking it. And I'm putting on a crown I'm putting on the banner and I'm going to dance my ass off. And I was like, cool. And then she looks at, she goes, how come you never wear shoes? And I was like, I don't know. Cause I like to be barefoot.
1: She's like, cool. I'm prom queen.
3: Cheers and oh away. my god
1: that's amazing that's actually ironic that you bring that up because just a couple hours ago we were actually we actually interviewed Kendall this morning um what? and I Kenny I know I wish I would have known how close you guys were cuz we didn't tell her that we were talking to you later this afternoon oh my and, god she would have yeah. definitely chimed in first of all
3: Kenny and I like I love her so much and She's the best. And I love that you interviewed her. She's like, she's, I love her. I love her. I will always love her. I will walk into any house with an alliance with her that I will say and many other people.
1: She is, she's just like the, she has the sweetest soul. She is just so like I just oh, I can't I can't I literally I can't we talked about this on our interview too and I, I had said she has she's like the sweetest soul ever and I'm like I can't think of any better words for Kendall like she's just amazing Sorry, I,
4: I think I'm getting invited to yoga but I'm not sure oh yeah you saw that oh, huh? do you want me
3: to go into down dog Josh because I can't.
2: <laughs> so so
4: talking talking with Kendall and um her and uh Corey Lay are going to be doing yoga and they're like oh yeah Maybe I should just invite Josh, and I'm like, yeah, "Okay,
3: like, you're start, only
4: two hours away from me. I'll go."
3: Start stretching, <laughs> Abe. Start stretching. Right?
0: Oh my, gosh, <laughs> my god! Yeah. Yeah. A yeah.
4: Ken- Ooh. I need some pain medicine. I want- <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> yeah, Lidocaine
3: thing. catches. It's going to be a whole thing. But no, Kendall's amazing, and she's an incredible mom, and she's.
1: She's great. Like, I, I love her. I love her. I, I will love
3: her forever.
1: That's actually I, really, really good to hear. Sorry. What were you going to say, Josh?
4: Oh, I, I, I greatly apologize. I thought I had more time. Uh, please forgive me, Leah. I, I wanted to try and be in this as long as I could, um, but my lunch is done. So, so thank you. I, it was a pleasure meeting you. If it's quick, I'll jump back on. If not, I'm still a fan of yours.
1: I'm sure that we'll talk yeah. to Leah again sometime. Okay. All right. <laughs> talk to Appreciate Bye-bye. it. Bye-bye. But anyway, like I was saying, I'm I'm actually really glad that the candle came up because you know, obviously um, kind of jumping back into the challenge here. The last time that we saw you was on season eight on the inferno where yeah. you lost to Kendall in an elimination um, towards yep. the end of the end of the season. Yes. Um, and so it's really cool to hear that. Like you guys went from, you know, that situation, which could cause so much riff in a friendship. Right. And then, but to hear that now, like what, like 18 years later, and you guys are like besties. I love it. So well, how did you guys continue your relationship? So
3: The Inferno was very weird. Like, I went into the Inferno and I didn't know, like, I didn't even know what the challenge was. Like, I had no idea. So Okay, so you didn't, you weren't in Paris knowing about the challenge. Hell no. I had no idea it was physical. I didn't know I needed to, like, do push-ups. Like, no fucking clue. (laughs) So,
2: (laughs) I was like
3: oh, my God, like, this is crazy. Ace is, like, running up and down the stairs, and I'm like, what is happening? Everyone's doing push-ups, and I'm like, (laughs) I'm just going to, like, lay in the sun with Veronica. Like, I don't know. Like, like, I I had no idea. But when we were in our brick-by-brick challenge, I saw, like, if you got, I hope you could, like, see Kendall in person, because she's, like... She's magic. I love her so much, but there's so much fight in her and I didn't understand it. Right. So I didn't get it. And I yeah. was like, she wants this way more than I do. And CT was in the stands in the inferno for three hours bashing the verbal shit out of me. Yeah. And Jesus. I couldn't take it anymore. Like, yeah, I don't believe that you should ever like, Root for someone, I get it, like cheer them on, right. All he did was put me down, and it broke me, and I looked at Kendall and I was like, I can't do this anymore because I couldn't handle it's gonna make me cry, I think oh I
2: couldn't
3: oh my handle. God. I couldn't handle him like bashing me anymore. It was too much. Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't take it anymore. It was like just nonstop. And Coral was right there the whole time. And she was like, You better shut up, you motherfucker. Like she was like my warrior. Yeah. But I couldn't take it anymore. And yeah. I had to just, you know, I had to, I had to, Stop. I couldn't
1: take it. I'm so sorry that I'm crying right now. Y'all oh, no, 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 don't no. be, don't no, be sorry and- at all. It's understandable. I, right. Like, and I'll be honest with you. I've, you know, I've obviously, like I said, I've grown up watching the challenge, watching real worlds and road rules and all that, um, you know, and I, I, have been an on again, off again, on again, off again, CT fan. Um, Right now we are very on again, Um, (laughs) but there have been a lot of moments, especially in his earlier career where some of the things that he just said and did was disgusting. And this is one of those instances. Now I know a lot of the fan base isn't even able to see this because again, your season of the challenge is not available on Paramount plus because they start at season 11. And so, you know, I don't think that a lot of people understand the dynamic between you and CT, because for example, you know one of the most um, famous clips that involves U and CT that floats around the fan base is you know you guys uh, you you were doing that challenge um, I think it was like outside of like a cruise ship or something you guys were having a competition on who could sell more items yeah. and there was a moment in which you know everybody's laughing and you're helping stuff CT into a little tiny tiny pink bikini and everybody's yeah. having a good time you know and then but nobody sees the clips of what happened in that elimination against Kendall and the things that he was saying to you. And to know that it lasted for three hours is just unbelievably uncalled for. So don't apologize. That is completely understandable to get, you know, upset about something like that. Like it's, that's just not cool.
3: No, it's, I'm not upset about it. I'm so sorry. Like, no, first no. of all, we have to like, transitioned shortly into being back to fun because oh yes absolutely we don't we don't dwell in this
4: in this area
3: i do have to say that was that was like a torture for me and it's like haunted me in some way and and there's part of me that believes that he's like a great father and like a great husband and i want the best for him but he treated me very poorly and i left that elimination because I couldn't take him screaming at me and telling me how awful I was. It was like verbal abuse on a next level. And I don't stand for that. I don't. And I never will.
0: No, I think MTV is, I I know it's hard for them, right? Because they're trying to get something that's compelling TV. Right. But there's a certain point that you have to step in for the people that are producing that show for you, the cast members for their own mental health and their well-being, And at a certain point they should have pulled them off or done something and exclude them because you don't need to be put through that kind of abuse no. for three hours while you're trying to compete for, you know, for staying on the show or, you know, getting to the final. I mean, and I feel like they missed the mark on that as well. Some other things, um, you know, and that's, It's horrible to hear. I didn't know that because I didn't see it. And knowing that gives me a totally different perspective on things. And I I appreciate your openness with us and telling this.
3: Yeah, absolutely. No, entirely. And I'll tell you my elimination with Ayana. I'll tell you right now. Every single cast member. In that house that was like above because the way the stadium was set up,
2: Mm -hmm.
3: they were doing nothing. But cheering for me. And we yeah. can talk about production missteps and equipment Ooh. shit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah.
3: I'll tell you, um, I don't think that you should ever be in a stand and booing someone. Like you don't no. shut them down. And that's what he did to me. And yeah. I've reached out to him, never heard from him. Never. 18 years I have not heard from him. Wow. Yeah. And at this point, and it's funny, like, actually, right this second, I actually give no fucks anymore.
0: Good. 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 That's, I love it.
3: Yeah. Goodbye, Kyle. (laughs) (laughs) So
0: let's get away from the sad parts. What about, like, do you still, you still talk with Ace? Um, Do you still talk with Adam at all?
3: We've texted. He's in Atlanta working and we're kind of all over the place. but the love I have for them is like unreal. I talk to Mal all the time. She will forever be, but Oh my God, she's my best friend, beauty queen. Like before I knew her, like I used to be able to walk into like any place on a red carpet and like, here we go. And now it's like, She's the beauty queen. And I'm like, so for it. I love she's it. She's am- gorgeous. She's amazing. And I oh. love her. And we don't talk every day. But when we do, we just pick up where we left off. And she's incredible. She's amazing.
0: So I, I have a question that's a little bit off subject. Too. I know that you haven't done the challenge. But you had like an 18-year gap between. Did you watch the show in between those times? No. No?
3: Nope. Not a fucking thing. I binged. <laughs> All-Stars 1 when I was asked to be on All-Stars 2 so no I did not like special agents, spies, lies and like audio (laughs) pies I have no idea no No clue no
2: fucking clue
0: I do like the fact that you were look because here's the biggest thing is like on that season they brought in a shit ton of rookies and half of them do even know who fucking TJ Lavin was and it was like how are you going to be on the show and not do a little bit of research. Like, so, I mean, like you were smart enough to know, like maybe I should watch all stars one before I hop on all stars two. It's like, it seems like it's common sense. You know what I mean?
3: No, I did. And I was also like, I was also, I was, I was like the black sheep of everyone because (laughs) I, first of all, I, so I work in production and I had to do, I was producing a hair show for Paul Mitchell and two of the models didn't show up and they were like, well, you need to do it. And I was like, "Uh, I'm sorry, no, like you can pick someone up off the street. Like, no. So they dyed my hair brown. (laughs) So when I walked in, they were like, who's this girl? And Sophia, who I love two pieces, she was like, you looked like a human on a hanger. And I was like, "Okay." so they (laughs) I because yeah and when I met when I saw Brad he was like, Leah like everyone's used to seeing me blonde so that yeah, was yeah. a whole different thing.
0: Oh my oh. gosh! Was yeah. Brad was Brad on the Inferno with you guys or did you no. meet outside of the show?
3: I met Brad. Um, I know I have such a oh song. my gosh
0: your voice oh my god, just god went yeah, up I just... like ten octaves. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: I love Brad so much. You have no idea. So we met. Uh, 19, 18 or 19 years ago and we did a college tour mm-hmm. and we went to, I think I can't remember the college. I wanted, it was definitely what's the college in New Jersey. That's famous. Starts with a P Princeton. Princeton. Yeah.
0: Princeton. yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. We, so we did a speaking engagement at Princeton and I walked in and he didn't have shoes on and I was like, hi, I'm Leah. And he's like, Hey, I'm Brad. What's up? And I was like, do you have shoes? And he's like, no, I don't. And I was like, cool, we'll do this together. So I took my shoes off and my best friend, Georgia was with me. And she was like, I'll go to the college shop and get him flip-flops, like measure his feet. And I said, you measure his feet. We're cool. So we did a speaking engagement together and after the speaking engagement, there's a Q&A in the audience and someone was like, why are you not wearing shoes? And I was like, that's impolite. Um, we don't wear them because we don't need them. <laughs> <laughs> and that was that. And then we tore off New Jersey like we were ripped oh. it apart that night. And oh then I gosh. saw him for the first time New Year's Day in 18 years. Oh wow! It well, it was no. I saw I saw him on the challenge, but then I saw him at my house because we did a New Year's Eve thing at my house in Chicago, and it was incredible.
1: Oh my but, gosh! How much fun!
3: Oh my god! We made snow angels, and Brad got up, and he was like, "There's not enough snow. We fell short." And I was like, "Really, Brad?"
0: <laughs> Look, I'm not gonna lie. I, I have a man crush on his beard. I I aspire to have a beard like that. Oh my god! I,
3: I love I. <sighs> I think everyone knows I love Brad, but he did bring his girlfriends. Oh, Oh. yeah. Heartbreaking. (laughs) Yeah, it was her. I mean, yeah, I was like, I just wanted to like, I don't know. I love Brad. Like, how could you not love him? How could you not fall in love with Brad? Is my question. It's 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 not my problem. It's his like you can't walk around life being that gorgeous. Like you can't stop it.
0: <laughs> Look, I'm going to be honest, Brad, and this is coming from a very hetero male. He, Brad is a very good looking male. Yeah. Man, He's he has been for a long time. And the best part to Brad, to me, beyond that, is I will forever remember the conversation he had while he was drunk with Anissa about uh, Robin on the duel when she yeah. said some very racially insensitive things and the way he stood up for Anissa and it it, it just... It made me fall in love with him.
1: He was so close to Robin at that time, but he was like, "No, yeah, well, no, you can't do
3: certain shit.
1: But you're gonna have to fight
3: me for Brad's love because I'm in love with him too.
1: I will let you win. We'll let you win. (laughs) Eighteen years is a long time, so you definitely win. (laughs) Look, I'll just be a side piece. All right.
2: (laughs) Yes,
0: we are plus
3: one, but I can't. Brad has girlfriends, and I respect that.
4: you <laughs> love it fucking love i it.
1: love that so you have your thing with brad and then you no, no, come no, it's, on. Just, it's just my own thing like right brad, yeah your thing happening. it's just my own thing it's not like in like your yeah yeah let's make that class not involved not a thing, <laughs> <laughs> he, he's She's not just, aware of his involvement, <laughs> yeah. He's, he's just not aware he's involved, yeah. <laughs> no, I think he kind of
3: knows, and I think his girlfriend knows, and it's like, it's just like, I just love him from like
1: a very afar. respectful distance. Look, yeah, it, you know what, and that's it's, it's that's flattering, you know what I mean? I hope she takes it as flattery. Um, you know, it's it's,
0: I was just gonna say that, you know what, if if the fans go fucking crazy over ct's alleged marriage issues because he posts a fucking song online like brad's girlfriend can deal with the fact that somebody has a crush on him you know that he's that he's been on the show with you know what i mean
2: he really-
3: i'm not the only girl in the world yeah. to crush on brad no, no
0: i am sure brad's close. dms are probably ridiculous a, a landmine just waiting to happen
3: <laughs> okay my dms all come from men that are in afghanistan and, Iraq, <laughs> and i'm like what is going on i can't meet a man in chicago like what the fuck no they're literally from like Print it. I could show you. I can send them to you. you die. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> very
1: fucking weird.
0: <laughs> all of ours that. is like, we will help you promote your podcast on
1: Fiverr. Let me design your, your artwork. We're like, we're good. Yeah, no, <laughs> well, mine are like,
3: do you want to get married? Do you want more children? Do you want to come to my palace? And I'm like, I mean, I'm down for saving the palace, but, <laughs> but and he was like, "No, I live in Saudi Arabia," and I was like, "Hell no, I'm not
0: going fucking no, no, no,
3: that's some dungeon shit. Hell no, yeah. hell, no. Look, hell
0: no. Look, I mean, I don't want Kyle? To insult, Yeah, I don't want to insult anyone's country, but like, I I wouldn't want to go somewhere where I wasn't allowed to drive.
1: Yeah, no, thank yeah. you. Yeah, although I do
3: look good in a burqa. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Leah, I'm I'm Karina here with me saying this. I'm sure you could pull off many looks of burqa being, one being of them. included. Yes. yes well,
3: I'm a burka. I had to travel to Dubai on a high oh. holiday and I had to wear a burqa and I looked fly. I was like, great.
0: You <laughs> <I laughs> might just that. include this in the everyday.
3: Right. <laughs> right. Like, well, yeah, I'm gonna wear this at drop off in the valet at my son's <laughs> private school. Perfect. <laughs>
4: I fucking love oh it so that's much. Crazy.
3: <laughs> I mean, like, what else could you do, honestly? Yeah. Embrace
2: it.
1: Yeah, you uh, gotta love it.
0: You gotta own your own style at the end of the day, and I'm all for that.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. So I was actually going to ask you, um, you know, obviously, like you said, you've, you know, had your your crush on on uh, Brad. Um What was it like coming into All-Stars 2 and competing on the same season, living in the house with him? Well, the crush was 18 years ago. Right.
3: And like seeing him, like when I showed up, hold on, guys, I'm such a dick. I have to get my charger. Hold on.
1: Do it. No worries. Fuck you, Steve
3: Jobs. (laughs) Asshole.
1: I
2: like her.
3: She's
0: funny. Oh, she's fucking awesome. Yeah, no, Steve Jobs is a dick, though. No, I feel like
3: he haunts me from the dead.
0: Yeah, fucking every time, like, do you want to update your phone? No, I don't, because I don't want my battery to die sooner.
1: (laughs) So true. It asked me this morning, and I was like, nope, later.
2: (laughs) Come on, Kyle.
1: (laughs) That's it right
3: there. Yep, yep. (laughs) Let's plug this bitch in. Hello, Kyle
0: no I, don't are, know. I fucking love that you do that because Maybe I've got a thing between me and my buddy Josh uh, not the one that was on here. it's another friend that I've known for years. We know
1: a lot of Joshs
0: yeah but anytime I call him or he calls me it's instantly how you doing Billy?
1: And I never understood that I was like what why no, I was why? like I
0: don't know because we just call each other Billy. It is what <laughs> it is
1: yeah you get what you get and you don't get upset yeah, I love it. Yeah. I love right it. There. Yep. right
3: there. Yeah. Right <laughs> there. Yeah. What's his name? Oh.
1: You know what I mean? <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. So I want to ask you about this because we talked to Ayana and I thought it was amazing. First of all, that elimination, the situation that developed because of it, and the fact that, you know, she came over to help empower you. And the fact that you were able to accept that and hold on to that power and show your own. I think that is just one of the most beautiful moments. And I know I'm only speaking from a male's perspective on this. I can't speak to it the way Karina can, but even to me, it was a touching moment. And I just wanted to let you know, it brought tears to my eyes. And when I brought it up to Ayana, as much as, you know, she kind of presented that moment, she, said all the credit was to you on that because you were the one that accepted that. You accepted that help and you accepted that moment and didn't where like I can see where someone's ego would be like, no, I don't want it. I don't want it. But you'd be
1: like upset and like not not go through with it. Yeah. But she she credits you a hundred percent for that moment. And in you, case you don't
0: know you two made probably In my opinion, the great things about the challenge and all this are the human moments, right? And that moment of humanity between two women that stood beyond the challenges is its just, I loved it.
3: I'll tell you this. um, God, y'all are making me a little bit emotional. Um, I'm sorry. (laughs) It's okay. It's okay. It's totally okay. But um, Ayana is she's like a, she's a force, she's something. And the, I don't even know she, she wouldn't let me fail and I struggled a lot. And we can talk about carabiner queen, which is me, but she was not like her win was her win. But it extended to the point that it didn't mean enough for her unless I finished. And she lifted me up literally. The girl can levitate coffins, okay? Off the ground. Yeah. And she was there. And like, you don't see the clips because they didn't cut it into the show, but like, we did all the math problems together. And Like I mentioned before, I did work on Wall Street. I am good with numbers. Math is a different thing. Negotiation is another. And she helped me through all the math problems. Nehemiah was right there. Derek was right there. Like we were all in this together. And it was her being like this strong woman and single mom that we all, that she and I share. common and she was like hell no girl like you're not going out like this and she did she lifted me up and she she let me exit in a very very proud way and I could not have done it without her Nehemiah or Derek C could not have and I love her for that but I loved her before that challenge or that elimination rather I loved her way before that
1: well she she told us that um she had actually asked you to the prom date to be like her date to you know for you guys to go to prom the prom together and so you guys were um you know you guys were each other's date to that prom and she talked to us about how how special she felt that you know she got to go with you and that called you her best girlfriend and like all of this stuff like it, it was just it was um it was a really good conversation with her. And it was it was really cool to see that hear that other side of, you know, what happened with you two, because they don't show they don't show your guys how how interconnected and deep your guys's friendship was on that season. And so her coming out of nowhere or what seems like out of nowhere to do that for you, um, you know, it, it 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 was beautiful and stuff. But I think knowing the depth of your guys's friendship that you had developed on that show really adds to that moment.
3: It definitely does. And I remember like bringing her like the corsage and like doing all the things. And it was like, and y'all, I mean, they they captured it. They didn't air it, but it was all there. And she was great. And I remember at the end of prom night, I was like, I think I I can't quote myself because I don't remember it entirely, but I was like, I'm going into an elimination with you tomorrow, but I'm happy to go into an elimination with someone that has integrity. Right. And she showed up like a motherfucker because she did not let me lose at all. She carried me through it. She won. Fine. I get that. But
0: she carried me through. It was bigger than that. You know, it wasn't about a win or a loss at that point. It was... It it was about you guys winning together. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah, really. And,
0: I- and she did mention she, because she, going back to the prom, she goes, you know, because well, we brought that up to her, of course. And she goes, like we said, she gave all the credit to you. And she goes, I love Leah with everything. She gave me something I've never had because she told us that, you know, her prom was you know she had a track meet that night and she showed up she got a couple pictures and that was, was there it. for like
1: 30 minutes and then she had to leave that was so, it, so
0: you gave her her movie night prom night that she never had and always wanted and it was it's just, and then hearing your well, side you know of the what? story. We
1: will. We will. We we're will gonna it. send it to you. We will clip the little part um, of our interview because it's our interview with Ayana is already released. Um, so we'll okay. clip the little part where we talked about um, you with her, and we'll send it over to you because she really, like, she really had the most beautiful, wonderful things to say about you. And it's, I think you should definitely hear it. I think you should have. I, it.
3: I would love to hear it, and I've yeah. been prom queen. Three times because I was voted in on a private high school that I left. So I was junior prom queen, senior prom queen, and then senior prom queen at a high school that I did not no longer attend. So (laughs) I can pass the title. And I love that. I have nothing but love for Ayana. She's amazing. And she let me exit that elimination with pride's she lifted me up and yeah. she didn't let me fail is a thing because women right. should with people should lift people up it's I not women or anything but she's i love her ayana if you're listening i love you
2: so much
0: Oh, we're going to send her. We're going to clip her this and send it to her. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) look, as much as I want to facilitate and send something to Brad, I am so much more excited to facilitate and send something to Ayana with you. And because that relationship is, I think, something very special, like that even us as viewers can see there is something bigger there than just what's on the surface.
3: Yeah, there is. We're single moms and we literally fight every day for what we can do for our kids. And it's no different than Kendall. She does everything for her kids every day. Brad does everything for his kids every day. Darrell, don't know, don't fucking
1: care, but...
4: Oh well, shit i'm diving
0: into it I right now say, I, didn't
1: <laughs> know. I didn't know about asking about Darrell after we got through the ct thing i was like oh i don't know i don't want to make her like upset again so i didn't bring up oh, the. that's fine ask me let's, anything. I'll you let's right. talk about Dar- so just to kind of preface a little bit we heard a little bit of base story that you gave on Paige's, um, most likely two episodes. So if any of the listeners haven't, you know, what haven't heard that episode with Paige, go make sure you guys go check out Leah's episode with most likely two. But I do want to, if you're open to talking about it, I want, I just kind of want to see if we can dive a little deeper into like, like what happened with Darrell um, and what happened after, especially after your um, episode with Paige released. Did anything come from that or? Um, OK, so I saw a hit. OK, I'll tell
3: you exactly what happened. I was cast originally as an alternate. So we're in a separate hotel from the main cast. And Darrell called me and he was like, hey, and I was like, what's up? And I had been going through a lot before I left for Mexico. I had to put my dog down. I had to it was a, a lot of shit that I was going through so emotionally I was like not I was messy emotionally within myself and I met Emily and she was very nasty to me I love her but she was very nasty to me So I was very insecure and like, didn't feel like myself, but Darrell called me and he's like, you're going to be moved into the cast. And I was like, I don't know if I can handle it. Like I'm still mourning like the loss of putting my dog down. And I haven't spoken to my son and I don't know. We talked on the phone for two and a half hours. I could screenshot the fucking time for you. And when I showed up, he pretended like he did not know me. And I was like, so thrown off. Like, I didn't know anyone. Like, I hadn't seen, I don't know any of these people. I didn't, I don't, I didn't know them. Yeah. And he basically pulled a Meredith from Salt Lake City and disengaged. And I was like, well, yeah, because I thought that was the only thing I had going into the show was a French
1: M. Right. Right, yeah. So that's I that feel so isolated. Well,
0: and, and I remember you saying on the show that, like, when you stepped in there, that you're like, "I don't really know anyone here," and like, didn't you know? So to that one person that you did know and have a two hour conversation with, and it, it, that's I'm I'm very sad to hear that's how it went. You know yeah. what I mean? That it's just that's a shitty situation. It
3: is. And when I saw him, we were shooting the show open on that stupid yacht that was not big enough. <laughs> my team,
2: but
3: he wouldn't <laughs> talk. Like it was just, it was weird. Like I saw him on the platform, and I was so nervous. And everyone was commenting about my weight and my hair color, and I was just like, I couldn't take it all. It was just like, it was like uppercuts left and right. And I thought, based on the conversation I had with him the day before. he would be like my backup dude like he's married he has children like with all due respect no I'm not sliding into your dms bitch like I don't fucking want that from you but I thought we had a friendship and he disrespected that on so many fucking levels
0: yeah I don't know what to even say about that I mean like I completely get where you're coming from on that because you know it's almost like in that high school scenario, you get invited to a party by your friend and then you get there and they just fucking completely ignore you and, and, you know, ditch you. You know what I mean? It's the same, same scenario on a much larger scale because you're not fucking 17 anymore. You're, you know, you're grown ass adults. You know what I mean? Yeah.
3: Yeah. With families. With
0: families. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And they asked me about Darrell in my interviews and I would not say a word because I do respect the fact that he has a wife. He has children on no, but he was so fucking like in my mind, he was fucking cruel. Like you don't do that. Like you don't fucking do that. Yeah.
0: Just don't have the conversation in the first place. Then if yeah. you're going to do something like that, you know what I mean?
3: But my question is, like, why did you fucking call me? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Why have
0: that conversation at all if you're going to act like that? You know what I mean? Like, It's
3: it's just. Yeah. No, I'm really sorry. I'm not there for that. Like, I'm not there for people mistreating people. Right. At all. And I don't know if Darrell will ever
1: hear this, but.
3: Goodbye, Kyle.
1: (laughs) I love it. Yes, I love it. I love I love your attitude about it. That's that's good, though. You know what I mean? Because you just you can't let that kind of stuff get you down. So I'm glad that you don't. It it sucks. Yes. And I will say this. I recently
3: my best friend, Erin, who actually knows. All of the real world road rules challenge cast because she works or worked for Student City which promoted, like, all of these, like, events and shit.
0: Oh, the engagements, the speaking engagements.
3: Yeah. Yep. Um, She's going through something. And I went through something two years ago. And she's in Michigan. And I'm obviously in L.A., which I hate. But I put her in touch with my doctor. And she was like, this is the best. Like, this is what it's all about. And, like, you have to make those... Connective points and it's i don't know it's a but it's a different world that we live in, I guess I don't know
0: no, it is, and then look like going on these shows where it, I feel like the challenges changed so much and and I'm sure you're aware of it too, Leah, I mean like from season eight when you were on where you guys would get like daily prizes and like what the total amount that you were going to win is it It was it was a good amount like it could help you out right but it wasn't a half million dollars or a million dollars no. and you guys were getting you know timex watches and xboxes and shit like that
3: <laughs> I, I was like how fucking whack is that like i look at it now like i saw a clip of ct and he's like should i come home or get another million dollars and i was like
0: gods
2: goodbye Kyle. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, Kyle. you guys you guys are getting stuck fucking getting burger king and shit but i know um, i think it, it's just a different it's a different philosophy for these people right like like people that have done the show long term it's their career they turn reality tv into their career and there's a lot of deception that goes on beyond this show yeah. and then there's people like yourself and a lot of the people on all stars too where this isn't their career. This is just some kind of fun they're doing. Um, albeit, I'm sure m- making decent money to do it. And, you know, that's always a plus, but nonetheless, it's not their life. And I think tech stated it perfectly. The people on the main show and the people that constantly are doing this, they're doing it for something to prove everybody else is on here with something to lose. So they're not, it, it doesn't mean the world to them like that. Right. So, you know, and even if, and I guess what I'm trying to say is even if Darrell was just, you know doing it you know look at it as like hey i'm doing this on the show because it's best for my game you know you're coming out from a different perspective which is fuck a game we have a relationship we have a friendship and i completely understand that where you're coming from on that
3: yeah yeah but we actually don't have a friendship because you wouldn't talk to me so well but you thought you did yeah i oh i know i truly right, yeah. did yeah. I you. no I, I truly did like we had a relationship on inferno and right. i never talked about it with respect to his family but like i didn't expect to be standing next to a human that was ghosting me i don't even know how that shit happens but that should happen to me he was like
1: goodbye kyle Right. Yeah. <laughs> but and that's awkward too, you know what I mean? Cuz like you already have like that I don't want to say awkward feeling because it's been so long, but like that, you know, eh, we had Uneasiness. a past relationship, you know, so there's that little bit of like, eh, how's this going to work? And then but you have that phone call, right, that that just you're like, OK, this is going to be fine. It's going to be great. And then you walk in and it's shit. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. So but I, we I don't were know. also we were also he he
3: was also very verbally nasty to me at one point.
1: I was going to say, it, did you call him out about this behavior? Like maybe we I, just didn't see it. I no, well,
3: they didn't film on the bus, so okay. when. We oh, okay. Yeah, so we went to, um, and I talked about. I believe I talked about this with Paige on Most Likely too. And I was like, I felt very uncomfortable because they didn't film on the bus, and the bus was blacked out, and they pulled because we were COVID tested every day, so they pulled a couple people. And they quarantine them and whatever. And Darrell took candy from the bus driver's window. And I was like, don't take his candy. And he looked at me and he was like, shut the fuck up. Like, mind your business, bitch. And I was like, and I was in close quarters, like I'm an aisle in a bus. And I was like, what? He was like, Don't you worry about me the fuck ever. And I was like, okay. And I went to the very, very back of the bus, and I just cuddled up in a blanket and went to sleep. Like I couldn't handle that. Like I couldn't. It was too much. Like, don't speak to me that. Don't speak to anyone that way. But don't speak to me that way.
1: Yeah, that's unacceptable. No need. That's not okay. You know. No, not okay at all. Yeah.
3: But I saw a different side of him entirely, and it was very awkward and very weird. But. Also, um, I think it was telling of who he is. I am who I am. I'm not going to change. I, I couldn't change if I tried,
0: you know. I, I mean, Leah, you're, you're pretty fucking authentic. I mean, no <laughs> offense, but like as soon as I heard you and in the way you talk and everything, it's the same. It's, it's very similar. I mean, obviously, you've evolved since real world, but it's noticeable right away. Yeah. I mean, I didn't recognize you from sight because of the brown hair when you were on the season but as soon as I heard you talk I was like oh that's fucking Leah I remember Leah I know, you know what I mean?
3: and, wait do you know that when I okay so after the challenge Ryan and I connected and we talk anywhere from three to 275 times a day
2: and when,
3: when he and I first talked he's like I thought you were standoffish and awful, but I didn't realize that you were just like quirky and weird and like just you. And I was like, I don't know what else to be, and that was that. So I appreciate that. That's a quite the compliment. Thank you.
0: Oh, of course. And don't ever try to be anything you're not. You are unapologetically you, and I fucking love it.
1: Thank you. We need more of that. You know what I mean? And like, that's the thing. Is like, that's what. And I, you kind of touched on this um, earlier, I believe, but like that's kind of what the real world and road rules and like reality TV started out and was supposed to be. It's just like real people and what you guys are really going through and who you are and all this stuff. And now it's it's almost like these these like fabricated half ass storylines that nobody actually really gives a shit about like. There's so many things that I heard of from all stars one and all stars two that I would have so much have rather have seen and heard about through, through the show, than reading about through like fan sites and gossip sites and spoiler sites and all this stuff and piecing stuff together from like things you guys post after, you know, it's done airing and all this stuff. Um, You know, it's just, it's weird, the decisions that they make now, as far as how they, are framing you guys as characters on these shows Um, which kind of leads me back a little bit when we were taught when we were starting to get into the Ayana um, elimination Um, you were talking about like production and equipment um, issues and stuff like that so what was kind of going on
3: so first of all um. Let's be super fucking clear here, and I'm not cussing at you. I'm sorry.
0: No. Oh no. Oh, <laughs> No. You're let's
3: be real fucking clear. Um. I know how to work a carabiner. Like I have to put them on cases. Like I work in. Pro- I know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. Tech was in the stands It was like, "We need an equipment check," and the someone came over and there was a camera, like right here. And the guy couldn't even open it. And I was like, what in the actual fuck? And Derek is like, Leah, like, turn it, match it, lock it. And I was like, I know how to do it. Yeah. I locked eyes with Brad. Unfortunately, it was not love, but I did. And he was like, Lee, do this, like, do this. And he was doing it. And then I saw MJ and he was like, Leah, but I couldn't. And it wasn't me. It definitely no. wasn't. Right. Like, no. I cannot lift coffins, but I know how to open a fucking carabiner.
1: Okay. Right. So
3: it was, it was a thing. And there, I think that like these things, like these challenges, these eliminations, all the things that we do, they're tested, tried and true with production. They use the production staff, PAs, production whoever the fuck they can get. Yeah. And they do it and i think that things go faulty and no one claims responsibility for it because i'll tell you this like i am definitely i'm strong i cannot levitate a coffin Ayana really was like i don't know she that
0: girl next level nobody was beating her none of the fucking nobody. guys were beating her in that one no she
3: listed that she okay she lifted a coffin, three coffins off the ground. And then me and three coffins off the ground. So yeah, mad props to her. Like, and and I, but there there are production faults. And, you know, I also went into the show being on the production side of things in my life as my career. Yeah, so yeah. I know what the fuck goes on. And I was like, y'all kind of played me on this one. Right
0: this is a this is kind of like a story that we've heard multiple times and not even probably the first time we've heard directly from a a contestant's mouth but like there's uh speak of the devil ct an elimination he did last year the guy he was going against said that the 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 harness harness that he was holding it was supposed to keep him at a certain height and it completely dropped out and you know so production had to stop everything and you know, it caught him so out of the game that he couldn't finish. And it's it's one of those things, like especially in this situation, get a fucking key grip to go over there and check the carabiner before you do another round.
1: Exactly. Like,
0: how hard is that to do?
3: It's it's not hard to do because I actually do it for a living. Because I yeah. <laughs> and, like I know what the fuck I'm doing.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> like, no, I mean, I that I can't speak to. I didn't know the episode, but I did hear that Ayana was like. I after they got back to the house, she was like, I wanted to lift the coffin to see if like something was wrong. Right. And there was different weight. But like, I'm I can't listen. Everybody's good at something. I can put my hair up in one bobby pin and look like this, but I can't lift a coffin that's 300 fucking pounds. I can't like I can't. But Ayana can levitate that shit. She calls in the fucking Holy Ghost, and it's I like.
0: <laughs> like I said, like she could have been in there against Brad. I think she beats Brad in that elimination. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. You know.
3: What okay, guys, ask me more questions, please.
0: <laughs> okay, so you showed us the heart tattoos. Do you have any other tattoos? Like, I see something about a sleeve. If I remember correctly. Oh, you have a full yeah, sleeve. Yeah, yeah. I want. <laughs> I don't care about the, the listeners. I want to see the tattoo. That's all.
1: Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> Stay. Stand by, Kona. I love that sweater, by the way. It's so pretty. Thank you.
0: Oh, my God. I love that Japanese.
1: Oh my God. That's beautiful.
0: My oh, that is gorgeous. Is that Hindu writing on the inside that I saw?
3: Sanskrit. Yes. It says balance, this one. And then this one. Wait, can you see that one? Yeah. 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 It says spiritual love, divine. Peace, faith and commitment I love it Oh, that's amazing. I love black that's and white so tattoos cool.
0: They just, oh my god, they're so they fucking it just cool It's so
3: crazy, I work on shows With people and I Have to be in show blacks and then When they have to go to like crew dinners I'm like, alright, fuck it, like I have to go yeah. And do the thing and like I wear a t-shirt And they're like <gasps> And I was like Whatever, but then when I did Housewives, fucking Vicky Gumbleson she's like, oh, I man. hate tattoos. And I was like, that's cool, Vicky. I'm not your fucking daughter. I'm your director. So go, step it up. <laughs> right?
2: I don't give a fuck. Okay, yeah, I Kyle.
0: <laughs> So oh my God, I hilarious. totally get that because um, I wear colored shirts, button up shirts. I do marketing. And so like yeah. uh, nobody knows. And then like every blue moon, I'll be like, you know, I'm going to do casual Friday and I'll come in wearing like a polo and a hat like this. And they're like, you have tattoos i was like yeah my my arm's covered it's i love it <laughs> I'm like, yeah
3: that's like my whole left arm it's cool yeah, like whatever yeah right? no big deal
0: yeah no <laughs> Nobody- i love it I, I, I love the it. japanese traditional i am such a huge fan of that i mean mine are unfortunately all from my buddy learning to tattoo and i was like yeah no bro you could totally practice on me i don't care <laughs> Ah,
1: then, goodbye <laughs> kyle
0: yeah uh, for anyone listening don't fucking do that
1: don't yes. don't. <laughs> don't let your friend to the wise
0: <laughs> this is one of those situations where you want to invest money it's like a lawyer right the more it costs it's probably better same with tattoo artists <laughs> yeah,
3: like how about we put a tattoo artist on retainer that's a thing now. right oh my, oh my God.
0: gosh uh, speaking of i'm gonna have her send you some different tattoo artists since you're into it there's this guy named anthony michaels okay fucking phenomenal he's he,
1: amazing who's the other guy though the the one who christian buckingham he, no 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 what? the other guy who doesn't even let you choose your own art
0: oh that's Jay freestyle out in in holland he's in amsterdam so the basically most
1: amazing artist i've ever seen him his
0: his tagline is is give me uh you know a few hours of your time and i'll give you a piece of my soul
1: that's fucking amazing and so he he sits down and he just like talks to you for a few hours, gets to know you a little, you know, a little like gets to know you. And then he designed you a custom one of a kind. Nobody else will ever have the same tattoo piece. OK. And it is amazing.
3: I first of all, I need to meet him. Second of all, can I show you all that? OK, so this yes. is my right arm. Hold on.
1: So these are all tattoos. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so cool. And you said there were 37 of the hearts, right? Yeah. Is, there, is there a reason 37? Does that mean something special?
3: No, I just like odd numbers, but oh, I will nice. say this. This is the first time in my life there are four tattoos. These like right here.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: That I have to get drawn over because I no longer love him.
0: Oh. Um. No.
3: Goodbye, Kyle.
0: Goodbye.
3: Bye-bye,
4: Bye, Andy.
0: Look, all right, since, <laughs> since we're talking about it, I'm going to show you mine now. It's, it's not pretty, but here it is. So it's basically, I don't know how well you can see it, but it's a zombie taking a bite out of a heart. Um, and it might be modeled after someone I met Long before I met my before beautiful me. wife, right here next to me.
3: Oh, babe.
0: Yeah, Not but the one.
4: <laughs> so... I
3: love. Wait, hold on one second. I think someone's okay. knocking at my door. Hold on. Oh my
4: god. Oh, I'm it. gonna
3: fire
1: them. <laughs> okay, I'm back. Anyway, no, actually, I I wanted to ask you this, and I meant to bring it up earlier, and then like we started talking, and I lost my train of thought, so I'm gonna just kind of jump back really quick. Yeah. So I read and heard rumor. That you were actually originally called for All Stars One and you turned it down. Is that true? No, well,
3: no, I was called for All Stars One and they couldn't get my background check oh, in time. Okay. Oh, so, okay. That's right. Okay. yeah, I was originally called for All Stars
1: One, but they couldn't get my background check in time. And then, and then I also saw that like um, you were, or maybe you were going to say no to two or something like that, but that Kendall was somehow involved in helping facilitate you coming back. So I wanted, I was, try, I kept trying to think about it when we were talking about Kendall and I was like, dang it, what was it? Cause I didn't write it down, <laughs> but. So Kendall is like,
3: first of all, she's this little baby yoga earth angel. She is. Like, You oh. can't not love her. No, you but- can't. And we've stayed in touch. I saw her a few years ago in Washington. We've never lost touch. And I love her so much. And she was like, I think you should do this. And I was like, Kenny, I don't know if I can. Right. And she's like, What do you mean? And I was like, God, I have started doing push ups and I got like fit and proper. And she was like, All in it. She's the one that got me on All Stars 2. Yeah. And that's so cool. She, Kendall's amazing. She really is. She's amazing. Like, if you ever have the chance to meet her in person, like, you can't. First of all, you might crush her. She's so tiny. Oh, but she's amazing, and she had a. She was the only reason that I got on All Stars too. Right, I love her
1: for that. And that's so cool. And you know, and I, I, I just, I think it's really cool to kind of see the evolution of like, um, you know, going from, you know, is season eight on Inferno, you lose to Kendall, you have that big issue with CT and you kind of leave the season like feeling down on yourself and you don't come back. You know, you never came back to the show after that. Um, And then, you know, now you come on to All Stars 2 via Kendall, who had previously sent you home on the flagship show, the last time we had seen you come on to all stars two, and, and again, make another really deep connection, except, and, you know, unfortunately you were sent home again, but it seemed like this time when you were sent home, again, you were empowered out, on your way out. And so it makes me wonder, like, would you be interested like would you be uh willing to come back for another season or are you kind of in the same spot you were after Inferno where you're just kind of done with it I didn't come back to television
3: for 18 years for a reason like I
1: left
3: I left in the Inferno and Kenzel and I hugged there's no love lost between she and I yeah. And then all stars Two. I was like, cool. There's a lot y'all did not see. I was like, amazing. Great. Like this is confusing. So I have to just send you motherfuckers Christmas cards and keep in touch.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, social media wasn't a thing back then because, you right. know, it was just, you guys filmed and then what they showed us. And then we were really happy when we got shit you should have seen. You know oh, what I mean? I miss those.
3: I know I have a my mom. You know that my mom has a VHS tape of this shit you should have seen. Are you serious? I swear. I think it's like buried in her ottoman in her living room in Atlanta. And she could lift it up and like pop. Who the fuck has a
1: VCR? I don't know, but we do. <laughs> <laughs> <Actually>.
0: <laughs> well, it's because we have all our old kids. But, Disney movies, So we gave it to the kids. Well, but
1: like when I so when I ended up, so I was raised by my grandmother. When I ended up moving out of my grandma's house and went on my own, I just kind of like packed some of my stuff and stored it in the in the shed. And so when she passed away a couple of years and I forgot about it. Um, you know, and so when she passed away a couple years ago, uh, and we were cleaning out the house and cleaning out the garage and the shed and everything, I found this box that had my name on it. And I was like, what the heck? And I open it up and there's like a VCR in there and like tons of VHS movies from when I was a kid. And so I was like, cool. So we I just kept it. I bet Ghostbusters was in there. It was. <laughs> I loved Ghostbusters. <laughs> call you. Funny that you say that your mom has like the shit you should have shown because, and we can't even see those either because even the old seasons that they have on Paramount Plus, those episodes aren't included. It's so yeah, weird. I, I don't know how to do that. And it's like, I mean, I could drive to John Murray's house right
3: now. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. Right. <laughs> no, probably not. Like, am I, I don't like driving. I've had my Audi for three years and I have. 5,000
0: miles on it like i don't oh, wow <laughs> uh look i'm the same way. we're the same way i should say like i drive to work and i come home and then like once in a while we'll be like oh let's go over the hill let's go to san francisco but you know you got family and kids that you become i hate to say it, you just stay at home all the time
1: yeah yeah it's like Hello,
0: right. <laughs> yeah,
1: work, home, it's work, safe, home, and it's comfortable, yeah. you know, and it's familiar, so oh my God, you say comfortable the same way I do comfortable i, I people comfortable. mess with me it, it yeah, it's com- I don't know, I don't yeah. know if I say it right or no, wrong, you do, you guys
0: both do it i i I'm a lazy speaker, so I say comfortable. <laughs>
1: Oh, no, we extra. Yeah. Comfortable. It's comfortable. comfort. Because it it's look- comfortable. It's comfortable. Better half, right? <laughs> better half. Small. Yeah. I was an English major, guys. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm like weird about that. But <laughs> um, no, that's uh, anyway. So uh, kind of hopping back to where we were. That's that. I just I think it's really interesting to just kind of see, again, the way that things have evolved for you from how you left on Inferno to how you left on All Stars 2. Um, so would you be willing to come back for like another all-stars? Like, would you be interested in that? Or or are you just kind of over it? In a fucking second, because
3: I think that, and, and I love, I love so much the interviews about the challenge. And it was like, Leah's not a competitive threat. And I was like, you don't know
0: right like, yeah.
3: yeah all kinds of like and joe i love jody and jody was the first one to say that leah's not a competitive threat i love her but right she's in and i knew that i was going in before i met anyone because right. i didn't know anyone right and yeah all based on relationships which is why i sent christmas cards to everyone
2: I, fucking I, love love
1: I, fucking I love it, it. <laughs> i think that is like the most epic thing that is amazing yeah no. <laughs> so i yeah i
3: sent christmas cards to everyone and i was like this is me this is what's happening text me call me let's facetime and i facetime me like on when i was in chicago um yeah it's like It's building relationships and I totally get it, but I do it authentically. I don't do it in like a strategic kind of like manipulative. I need to like program myself kind of way. Right. I actually really
0: love these people. You enjoy building the relationship.
3: I would totally do all stars for it. Like I think that people think that I'm just like a little
1: baby weakling and I'm not. No, no. no I I don't think that either you know I don't I don't think that either and I think like honestly I was really and again kind of going back to you know the the equipment issues and stuff like that like it was it was really just sad to to watch you struggle with that and I I, we even talked about it I was like dude there's got to be something not right because there's no way she can't open a carabiner like who in their like 30s 40s can't open a carabiner like this is just stupid like there's something not right my son's 11 and he can open a carabiner yeah my son's 11 we have an 11 year old too actually he turns 11 in three days so oh my god we can have friend dates yes (laughs) we definitely could
0: we got two extras too yeah we got an eight three three year old so
3: cool i'll take them all on i love kids (laughs) feel free but right
0: he's like
1: take (laughs) up
0: No, I love them. I kid. I kid. I'm
1: fine. Kids are fine. Before
0: we go too far. I do want to ask you this. Um, All stars Two, I have noticed has some great music production being done with it. And I absolutely love it. But with that being said, I want to know you're getting ready to go into a physical elimination. You're going to go against Jody in a pole wrestle. (laughs) What song are you listening to get yourself hyped up to go in there?
3: My music's so loud, I'm rolling, kind of watching Run Dirty. It's going to be right. oh my God, it. I love it. Five to ten.
1: Yes, I love it. Oh my gosh. Hands down.
4: I love it. I absolutely <laughs> love it. That's love amazing.
1: It. That's so cool, and I love that it's like an older school song again. Like, it. that's just... And you just, you can't beat that era of music, like nineties, early two thousands. Like you just, you can't, you can't beat that era of music, but they have out now. I'm just like, I can't even listen to it. I'm, I'm good. I'm good.
3: <laughs> yeah. I would, I would definitely do that or something, but it's, it's always going to be gangster rap. So.
1: It has to be. Yeah. it, it I,
0: We're that generation. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Like it has to be that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, who was it that I was talking? To? We were talking to. You. Oh, it was uh, I think it was Tech and it was Letarian They're both like shook ones by Mob Deep. I was like, I fucking love you guys. Man. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I fucking love
3: Mob Deep.
0: Yeah. yeah, I was like, how can you not like fucking Mob Deep? And that is such a hype song. Like I it's dig so it. Good. Yeah. yeah, it's so good. I'm waiting for them to like, you know, like really man. put like some DMX in there next next year. Like <laughs> that's you, what.
3: Do you know that I? Okay, so I had to do some kind of special at fifteen fifteen broadway for mtv and it was with dmx and i had my bulldog and they were like no we don't let dogs in and i was like well dmx is here and his dogs bite it's like no the dogs are outside so we put our dogs in a playpen together outside oh my god dmx and i did an interview it was amazing i was like was incredible i was like hi my name's leah he's like i'm dmx and i was like my dogs definitely don't bite but i'll bite you if you fuck with me and he was like that's my girl
2: and i was like
0: Yes, that
1: one down. Rick is like a huge DMX fan, like
0: you totally just made my day. Thank you. I love that
1: giddy kid over here. (laughs) Oh my god,
0: like I grew up listening to DMX. I mean, I I don't know what that says about my parents or my parents, but yeah, like 13 14 years old listening to DMX, had no idea what the fuck he was talking about, but I liked it.
3: (laughs) Yeah, well, yeah, there's a producer at MTV that was like. We don't let DMX's dogs into the building. And I was like, I just need my little baby puppy. And it's an English bulldog, which is what DMX has, and a pitfall. Yeah. And he was like, Oh, no. And I was like, Well, my dogs bite. We're doing this. And I just
1: rolled in. It was amazing that is so
0: fucking cool
1: cool i love it that is amazing
0: leah i feel like you have like a million stories that i could sit here with you for the next we could sit here for like the next three hours just talking about like like, (laughs) just like your life experience i'm just like oh gosh tell us more
1: honestly and and i'm really glad that we got to talk about it because like to be honest obviously you know we, we went 18 years without seeing you and i don't think that like majority of the fan base knows what you do. And like honestly, like how fucking cool your job is. Like I just want to say like I am totally grape jelly of your job. I love like so I I do like um videos and like um I do a lot of highlight reels for the challenge stuff, but I, I work a lot on like video side of stuff. And I love that side of the work. And so like it it's it's really Honestly, like I'm just going to be 100% transparent. It's really inspiring. Even at my age, I'm already in my 30s. But to see like, to hear your story about how you started on Paris and fell in love with the the production side of it. And then you went, you went after it and you fucking got it. And you're doing your dream. You're happy. You love your job. And that is so damn rare in the world these days. And so I'm just like, thank you. Seriously, thank you so much for sharing your story. Because it has been so inspiring and like I think that people needed to know this story about you because it's not told on TV I
3: I have to say Karina I thank you so much for that that's so kind of you like I'm like I'm such a very like yes I am on TV have not been in years I'm very shy so this is like very comfortable for me and I love it and you're oh. so sweet and you're so kind. And I, I don't know if I could, I don't know. I feel, I don't know.
1: I'm a little bit embarrassed right now.
4: It's a virtual hug, moment, <laughs> right? Virtual hugs. Virtual yes. hugs.
1: <laughs> yeah. Smooches. No, I think I think it's great, and and y- honestly, like we were talking about this before we even sat down um, for the interview, and I just I had a really good feeling that we were, you know, everybody was going to be able to vibe well, and you know, so I'm really glad that that you felt comfortable here in our little our little podcast space here, um, you know. But even aside from that, like. I just I think it's great what you guys are doing. I think what Mark Long has, you know, kind of he, he you know, obviously he was the one who kind of lit the fire with the OG, you know, all stars coming back. Yeah. And I, I think what's happening with it is just it it's what the fan base really needed. Um, and again, you know, all stars is so different from the flagship show because, you know, flagship show is very much about you know, people building their careers and, you know, building their followings and making alliances and, you know, for future seasons and all this stuff and all these superficial storylines. But it, it, you guys give us realness in All-Stars. And, you know, obviously, unfortunately, we didn't get to see a whole lot of you on All-Stars. So I think it's really amazing that, you know, you're taking your time, your, your private to-yourself time, to come on these podcasts, talk to the fans, give them your story and let them see, you know, who you are and that other side of you that we didn't get to see because, you know, editing production, whatever, you know, it just, I think it's really amazing that you guys are, are doing this.
0: The fucking star that you are. I just had to
1: throw that in there. And (laughs) also, I just want,
0: I just want to interject as well, real quick. Um, I, texting with Kendall and I told her we're actually interviewing with you right now and <laughs> she goes yes. yeah she goes she goes Oh, Leah hearts and then she goes "Prepare to laugh her storyline is so fun and so real you're gonna love her and uh, and she goes I love her so much and I was like well she's singing your praises right now she goes I wish I could have kept Leah out of that elimination she and Latarian did well on that challenge and she really got screwed so I just yeah. wanted to share that with you which I agree That's with
3: awesome and I'll tell you my god Kenny is like she's I love her so much. Like we like we oh I love her. I love that you did that, babe. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> of
0: course. Look no, I, I want... love
3: Kenny. She's amazing. And God, there's like so much I could tell. And oh God, I mm-hmm. go, I would definitely slay. For Kenny. Oh, I love those. I want them
0: to do like an all stars partner season. And I want to see Leah and, and Kenny. Yeah.
3: You know what? Well, okay. So I would love to see that because it would be like yoga moms. But she's also, I think, collaborated with Tori. And don't quote me on this because I'm not 100% positive. But I think they have a yoga line called Yoga Bitches. And I was like, fuck, yeah. Like, I will down dog any day. And <laughs> fuck, yes. Kenny is amazing. She is, like, she's incredible. Like, when you hug her, it's like, it's, it's, it's like a Christmas present. It's, like, wrapped around. She's oh the best.
1: God. Honestly, Love like... During, so during our interview with her earlier today, um, like it was amazing talking to her and and getting to know her and hearing her side of everything. But the one thing that actually really stuck out to me was the thing she was actually uh, seemed to be most embarrassed about was um, her youngest son uh, Graham uh, kept coming into the room and you know kind of interrupting and making noise and stuff like that. But literally the patience that she had with him and, and the, just the pure love you could see like on his face when he would come onto the camera and he'd hug her and just the way like his face lit up and just how patient and loving she was with him. I was like, dude, this tells me all I would ever like need to know about what kind of person Kendall is. Um, She's just, she just, she's so sweet and she's so patient and she just radiates light. I, I love her. I hope I get to meet her someday. Honestly, I really do.
3: Well, I can validate that because I've hugged all of her children during a glow like, like whole situation in Washington. We did like glow hockey or no, it was glow golf. Oh, that's so fun! And her kids, oh, her kids are amazing, and Kendall is incredible. And she doesn't radiate anything but love and light. And she's, she's truly, she's the best. And I love her. And she's just, I I don't even know. I actually don't even know what to say because I can't say anything, but the best things about her, I love her to pieces and she is the best. And she just radiates light and love and all good vibes and all good yoga poses
0: all good yoga Wait till you, i'll send you the artwork i did for kendall oh yeah we use one of her
1: yoga poses <laughs> it
0: works so fucking well it's, so- it's like the picture was taken for the artwork yeah and karina sent me your the photo you want used. use i'll get that put together and i'll send that over to for you yeah we'll send oh, that yeah. over you right. want a yoga pose of me if you got a yoga if pose, I'll fucking one. do it. Yeah.
3: Hell yeah. I mean, I have to get a cameraman. Alexa. I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say any photo you would like us to use, we will absolutely use.
3: Kendall takes. I can't compete with her yoga poses. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, look, no. <laughs> if I did that, I'd look like Peter Griffin. So let's there's no <laughs> yeah, shame in like, what you're saying.
3: I'm 100 pounds heavier. She weighs. She's like a feather. Yeah.
0: But she yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. She's, she, I think she's like, especially watching her in physical, she's like the definition of float, like a butterfly sting, like a bee. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yep. Yep. So um kind of going off of I only have like one or two more things I'm sorry I know that we've like kept you for like ever and ever. No, <laughs> um, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> um but kind of going off of what he said um you know with like a future all-star season, you know, being paired with someone like Kendall or even you know someone like Iana just you know as like a um, uh you know a a good team. But if they did like a rivals all star type of thing, who do you think that you would be paired with if it was like same sex pairings like which I guess what I'm kind of trying to say is like which girl in the house will just go off of the all stars two cast? did you like just not vibe with like you thought you would or and maybe you guys might get paired for like a rival season in the future like who would that be
3: well i, I- that's kind of the, the, to me I'm sorry I'm so sorry but that's like a very confusing question because <laughs> yeah. I didn't I didn't vibe with Casey with Cooper, Casey. Yeah. But I love Casey Cooper. I love yeah. Cooper. I love her. I am ha- I love Casey Cooper. Right. We just did, it was just like when we met it was weird. It was and just I don't know, just kind what, of
0: awkward. Off timing.
3: Yeah. I I love her. I love her. I wish her the best. Like, I really, truly have only good intentions for people. Like, I would never be, like, ever a good situation on, like, an ally's stars and lies or whatever the fuck that was.
0: Yeah. I think, honestly, I think. And you can probably speak to this being in in this industry is, you know, they use names that sound really great, but don't really mean shit when they build teams <laughs> like like Adam or not Adam. That would be a bad example. But like, you know, someone's a rival because they had an argument one time when they were drunk. It's like, not like they're really rivals. You know yeah. what I mean? So like that would be the kind of thing like, oh, me and Casey got into an argument one time and now we're rivals on a season. You know what I mean? No,
3: I Casey and I would be an ally.
0: And I'll oh, okay. tell you,
3: the only person I think that would ever consider me to be like off and on the other side would be CT.
1: I, I was think, gonna say, I knew if it was a male female, it would it'd be you and C T paired together. <laughs> he treated me like shit in Paris, he treated me like
3: shit on the inferno. Coral was the only woman that stood up. And was like, CT, you need to shut the fuck up, which I actually said on camera. You, you did, yes. Yes, I did. And I love it. And I I love it too. And <laughs> I want it to be my fucking ringtone. But yeah, that would <laughs> be my rival. But he's like a beast and he he doesn't, I don't know, gods. I don't want to say anything to ever harm anyone, but I I don't know. Like I've got such good bones and I love the people that I'm with and I support them or, you know, like I can do what I have to do. But I think CT's just straight out for blood and he's on a movie set. And I think that he would throw me, Mal, Simon, Adam under a bus with Christina any day if it suited him. And that makes me sad, but that's kind of who I think that he's become because I've reached out to him for so long and not a peep. Like I'm not sliding into your DMs as a fan, motherfucker. We live together. Like right.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's it's a different we spent a, a significant of amount
1: of time together, like did a huge thing in our lives together. Yeah. So, no, that's understandable. I have a
0: question with that, and we haven't touched on it, and it's been coming up um often is with them revamping real world homecoming seasons, if if asked, would you do it?
3: Fuck yes! I think the only reason that we wouldn't be able to do it is because CT would request like millions of dollars.
0: Fuck it, just do it without him. Right? <laughs> he doesn't do. Sh- Look, like I I enjoy him as a competitive uh, as a competitor on the show. Yeah, but like. <laughs> He doesn't he doesn't really bring a lot from the character perspective for me.
1: Especially nowadays, he just he literally doesn't do anything on the show. He just sits there.
0: Yeah. So but I think seeing you Adam Ace Mal, you know, the, the rest of you, so I think pretty. it would be phenomenal. Oh, I would love gosh. to watch it. It
1: would be so much
3: fun. I It'd would love it. It'd be amazing it. and I'm really I'm really good friends with Beth. From- Are you really? I love yeah. Beth. Oh my you god, I love, love Beth. Oh my, girl, she is Amazing, she has become one. She's incredible. I love Beth. And I was at the premiere for um LA Homecoming, yeah. She's amazing, like beyond. She's beautiful inside and out. She's so teeny tiny, she's so yeah. small. she's such a little bit. She's like this big, she's gorgeous. And she and I have matching Chanel bags, which I love, but. She's incredible and I love her so much. But everyone for the homecoming has to sign up. And I think CT would probably throw a wrench in it because he'd want like 20 million dollars, which no one's giving that.
2: But
0: I, I do want to say one thing and it's completely off. Um I've I think getting to know you guys on a different level than just seeing you on TV gives me a much bigger appreciation for the people you are, because I can honestly say like talking to you, talking to Kendall, talking to Ayana, talking to Tech, talking to um, even, you know, Anissa, and then seeing other people like, yes, that have been on the show, like, it gives me a little bit of faith in humanity that there are still some fucking really cool, amazing people out there that give a shit about other people and actually truly love other people. And because you don't see it often in everyday life and then to see this with you guys and and being able to experience like I just want to give you guys kudos for that.
2: Yeah, that,
3: that's amazing. And I love that you mentioned Letarian because Letarian is my Letarian my lift up guy. Like he, like, there's never a situation in my life where I couldn't like call him. Like if it were on a challenge or like walking down the street, that man would lift me up. He's amazing. He's amazing. I love him with all of my heart.
1: It's so funny that you say that. Cause just a minute ago when we were kind of talking about, you know, like the, the partnerships and CT and all that, like the whole time I was thinking, I was like, like the perfect, like ideal partner for you in a game like that would be like Letarian, right? Because he is amazing as a partner. Like he's just so amazing. And obviously like I'm going off of an edit, but after talking to Kendall and, and you know, Ayana and just all these people who have worked with him, they're like, yeah, no, he really is that amazing and supportive and loving. He, he is. And I
3: think that sometimes I want to pinch him and question if he's like bionic. He's what? amazing. He is truly, he is truly amazing. I love him and I will never stop loving him. And he is definitely like, yes, I have a crush on Brad. We all know that.
2: Yes. Bye Kyle. (laughs)
3: Letarian would be my everything because he would never let me fail and he would never let me fail myself. And he's amazing. He's, he's an amazing human being. He
0: truly he, is. He is to me the one person gets the worst edit. And I don't mean gets the worst edit as far as like they try to make him a villain or something, but the way that they edit that show to show his competitiveness makes him come off as someone that he is not when you talk to Letirian.
1: Oh my gosh, I know. He. he- he almost yeah he just almost comes off very like you said like just super serious super competitive all the time and then
0: and then you have a conversation or you talk to someone talk conversation with him or you talk to someone who knows him and it's that's not letarian the letarian is that you get to know and get to talk to and i that we got to talk to is 100% genuine, 100% loving.
1: Such a lover.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like he's asking me about our kids. Like he's like, oh, did you get him that new Nerf gun? I heard that thing's really cool. I'm like, dude, you're the fucking coolest guy ever. (laughs) He's so awesome.
3: No, he is. He is. Yes, he is a competitor. And he's someone that I, I mean, I don't know if he would choose me, but I would definitely choose him because we pick each other up. When we had to, but he is genuine. He is kind. He is loving. He is very sincere. And he is a beast with a heart of gold. And if anyone ever says anything bad about Letarian, I will fucking come for you. (laughs) <laughs> you look, watch out I'm guys just saying,
0: look I'm not going to say Letarian's a hopeless romantic
1: but he is he really is he's so sweet though oh my gosh he is
3: oh. He's darling you have no idea I and mean, he and I have quite the history but I love <laughs> him and I will legitimately slit someone's throat if they talk negatively about, about him like that will not happen on my clock I will fucking slay like no one can talk bad about Letarian ever Ever. I ever. am so
0: glad I came in with a good take on Laterian right now.
1: Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, <Kyle. laughs> right? Now you almost got cut. <laughs> no, just
3: I fucking
0: kidding. love this. this so well,
3: Laterian has respect for people. What the one thing I can say that Laterian has is the most magnificent is loyalty. Yeah. That I will say. And I stand by it entirely. And yeah. no one on no one can ever say anything about Kendall because if they do, I will come for you. Yes. She's like this she's like this little she's like a fucking yoga ninja
1: tinkerbell. She's amazing. I like, love her. <laughs> you know, tinkerbell, that's so perfect. I'm, like that's like the perfect Yes, I love it. Yeah. Did you finish watching All Stars 2 after you for did you watch the rest of the season? Or did you just kind of like, yeah?
3: No, I did. Was I interested? No, but did I watch
1: (laughs) it? Yes. Do I have opinions? Yes. Did you
0: see the Greek salad part with
1: Ayana and Jody? Girl, no one listen. (laughs) Why, Kyle?
3: I no one's taking my Greek salad, but that was like her Greek salad statement was the same as like. I slept in my uniform tonight. Like you really like you're really going out to be like, bam, that's airtime. And that's I love I love it. I support her. I fully I love her. Oh, yeah. But she was like th- that was I mean, in my mind, if I were in that body, which I'm not because I can't lift coffins. But that's <laughs> calculated
1: shit like right.
0: Oh, it absolutely was.
1: Oh yeah, we we actually talked to her about that about that whole situation, and she walked us through step by step by step from when she saw the salad sitting on the bar to when she actually decided to take it from being just you know she had said that originally it was just supposed to be a, just a moment for her to just enjoy, and then you know and then she walked us through her decision to owning what she had done. Um, you know, and, and so it's, it's it's like, I'm so torn on that, on that moment because like, I laugh and I'm like, dude, that's funny. And I see it, especially after talking to her, I'm like, you know, okay, I can see where you were, where you were kind of coming from and where your mind frame was at. Um, but at the same time, I'm like, I'm Italian. Okay. So like, don't fuck with my food. Like, that's one thing in my mind, you don't mess with, with people, you don't mess with their sleep and you don't mess with their food like
3: never ever ever key a car
1: or fuck with their clothes true that's another one clothes you like personal belongings don't do that
0: but i will attest to this i we had chicken one night and i took (laughs) her chicken skin like as a joke she will never forgive me for it no I still don't
1: that it's, was six yeah, years ago. Goodbye. I'm still like, in the fucking doghouse yeah, for uh, it. I, I still think about that chicken skin. It was so crispy. It looked like it was going to taste so good. And I had been saving it till the end of my meal. And he fucking reached over and ate it. I'm still mad about it.
3: Okay, well, let's Ugh. build a bridge. Get right. over these. <laughs> you know and let's find my new boyfriend but
0: Like, we should rename this to the like the challenge fandom love connection at this the point love
3: connection
2: yes! i
0: know
3: do not involve auntie <laughs> cohen he's very annoying <laughs> well
0: i heard he's got a lot of uh available time now
3: wait gone
0: wasn't he wasn't he the one on uh on like msnbc or whatever on new year's drunk talking about the uh, bill de blasio or something like that
3: yeah, he's always, yes. him and Anderson Cooper always wasted in Times Square. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> he got fired for it this year.
3: Cool, that's amazing.
0: Wow. So Leah, I do have a question that I want to ask you. And yeah. when all's said and done, and people look back at your time on not only reality TV, but your time as uh, behind the lens in production and all that, what do you want your legacy to be? Kind. I love it.
3: Aww. I want to be known as someone that is kind and respectful and treats people appropriately and also acknowledges different aspects of different people to help them get to where they want to be. Because, I mean, I'm where I want to be, and I have only fired people on a show for a few reasons, being late, which I do not appreciate, being disrespectful, because a PA is just as important as the DP. So just because where you rank on a call sheet doesn't matter. So I would like my legacy to be kindness.
1: I love that. I love that. And it it, it kind of, you know, it makes me feel like it touches on that, you know, that old saying of, You know, you can tell a lot about a person by how they treat people, and that you know you should treat the CEO with the same respect that you would treat the janitor, right? And that's kind of like the vibes and feel that I get from you, and I think that that's something that's just not taught these days, unfortunately. You know, and especially on TV, we don't see those kinds of people. You know, we see this you this cutthroat environment where people are willing to completely Negate all of their principles and morals and what they were taught and and who they are as a person They're willing to negate and wipe all of that away to make one move for money in the end, right? And I think that every once in a while we get these really special people who, you know come on these shows and they come to actually just be themselves to, you know, whether it's for their doing it for their own good, or whether it's, you know, kind of like Kendall, where she wanted to ha- help spread information on EDS and, you know, um, just all these things. But we get these rare people who are not willing to compromise who they truly are and their morals and their principles just for like money at the end. And I think that you are definitely one of those examples out of this show. And I think it's something that you know, people need to see that at the end of the day, like the money isn't everything. And if you are willing to negate and compromise who you truly are and your morals and your principles for a chance at money and, you know, treat people like shit for a chance at money, like it's just, you know, so I, I really respect that. I love that, you know, that that is what you want to be known for. And I honestly think that that is what you will be remembered for, especially from this show, because I can't think of like any moment where we've ever seen you be negative. You know what I mean? And I think that that's something that people really need to see. So
3: I think that's very kind of you, Karina. Thank you. That's so sweet. And I appreciate you for asking that question, but that's definitely what I stand by. I'm a single mother. And if I'm not that role model, then what role model am I, honestly? Right. Yeah. A young man and I have to be positive and I have to lift those people up and like Janelle badass Jasmine badass Johnny that like like Katie these are women Melinda I can't don't even get me started on her oh my god I can't with Melinda I just I cannot oh my I god can't, I cannot and I cannot go there because she is like the most beautiful blonde warrior of a lifetime. She she is. She's like a
1: little warrior goddess. Like I I don't.
3: She's amazing. And in person, like, and I got time to spend with her and she is so lovely. And I miss her right now. Actually, I miss her so much. She's amazing. And y'all have been so kind to me, but yes, you have to lead with love and you have to lead with kindness and i think that my experience on all stars 2 showed that i i can't i can't ever leave with anything but that however you have to lead with the game and that's a different story but i just I'm so grateful for the time that I had on there. And I'm very appreciative that y'all even thought of me to have me on your podcast. So thank oh, you. Oh, it
0: wasn't even a yeah. second thought. Not then, even. Yeah.
3: Thank you. <laughs> um,
0: I'm gonna say something. I wanted to tell you that um I have a lot of respect for not only yourself, but for Ayana as well, because um I was raised by a single mom and I I know the struggle. I know the times that we went to dinner and my mom got me food and not her and the the sacrifices that you make and the difficulty it is to play both roles of not only the mother but the father and i know i can never put into words what those sacrifices are and what and how difficult sometimes they can be but you would never make a second second thought about it because it's for your child and i don't want you to think that people don't notice those scenes and don't notice those things Leah And so you have absolutely earned my respect for you to be a woman of absolute integrity to be kind, loving, honest, giving when you have so much on your plate and not only be succeeding as a single mother, but to be flourishing in your professional career as well is extremely admirable. And you really are an inspiration to women out there. And regardless of if your time's on, in front of the camera or behind the camera, people deserve to hear your story and use you as inspiration.
3: Yeah, I appreciate that so much, and I have to give you know, so much gratitude for giving me this platform to do that because it's you know it's it's special. Thank you so much for saying that,
2: and Absolutely.
3: I appreciate that so much. But yeah, we well, you, you you gave me the opportunity to talk about it so. You guys really won the award today, honestly.
0: (laughs) Oh, look, at the end of the day, we're just two people in Reno, Nevada. Nobody really cares about us. We just (laughs) we're we're lucky enough to be able to have this platform and that people like yourself and like Ayana and Kendall are kind enough because we know how busy you guys are. We know how busy just being a single mom is, let alone being a single mom, having a full time career, doing the challenge, being on TV. And then you say, yeah, no, I would love to give you two and a half hours of my fucking time on my day (laughs) off. And instead of binge watching Netflix or whatever you do to decompress or have a good time, you hop on here and have a discussion with us. And it feels like I've known you for a lot longer than two and a half hours. And I love it. Yeah,
2: (laughs) it
3: does. You know, are so sweet. And I, I, God, I wish I could hug you i know right (laughs) virtual hugs hugs. i'm gonna hug my camera right (laughs) but it's been so great and i do yes i have to give a shout out to those i want to say that coral who has been gone from the show for so long just so everyone knows she is the most badass mom i know
1: Uh, are you still in touch with coral yes Oh, my God, you're going to have to just let her know that we love her. Just tell her, you know, she's not going to know who we are or anything about us. Um, Obviously, she's not really like on social media or anything like that anymore. I think she's kind of really tried to distance herself from all of this. Um, And we are we're one of those where like if we can tell that a previous cast member doesn't really want to be involved with the stuff anymore, like we don't pressure people. We don't chase after them. But honestly, like Coral is queen. Like she is. Absolute queen of the challenge. I have always been a big huge fan of her. So next time you talk to her, just let her know, like, hey, I talked to this podcast that they were huge fans and they just wanted me to send you love. It's amazing to hear that she's still doing that she's doing good and and you she, know, yeah. has got her family and stuff. That's awesome. She's doing well and she has a beautiful daughter. And oh, she's
3: doing well. I mean, she's definitely not into doing anything like this, but I will yeah. send her love from you to her for yes. sure.
1: Definitely love, yes, oh
3: my God. of course, and I appreciate so much. Is that this oh, has been like you. it was like a date? I love it. it. Was. Yeah, you know, we're it just was gonna fun. have to just
0: start doing this like once a month. You know, just right? get together. <laughs> we're gonna get some Kleenex. We're gonna ask some tough questions. Right? We're, I'm gonna we're gonna I
3: think laugh a lot. twice during this podcast. Oh, it's okay. So oh, no, do it.
0: And honestly, Leah, I. I walked in, like I said, and I remember you from real world and I didn't catch the season, of the challenge you were on. And of course, seeing you on all starts this year, but it feels like, you know, like we've had a two hour conversation, but it feels like, you know, like we're friends that haven't just talked in a couple months or a couple of years and we're catching back up. And I've really enjoyed this time spending with you and you really are one in a, one in a million. And thank you so incredibly much for sharing that with us.
2: Yeah.
3: You are so kind and it was such a pleasure and it was just like, yeah, it was like catching up with friends that I didn't even know I had. So <laughs> I think, yeah, no, I thank you so much. Y'all are so sweet and you brought a really nice bit to the end of my Saturday and I love it and thank you. Y'all are so fantastic and and I'm so grateful that Paige
1: introduced me to you guys and I got with you. It was such a pleasure. It has been. And yeah, definitely shouts out to Paige. Paige, I know you're listening because you are just so amazing and supportive. So thank you so much for like facilitating this right here because I I had so much fun. So again, thank you so <sighs> much. Um, but I will let you get back to your evening. I know I've kept you for like three hours and I got to go get this one ready for the evening evening routine but um yeah we'll definitely catch up soon and um you have a wonderful rest of your night leah you too babe i'll talk soon okay bye bye kyle Bye, bye